Dude, so today we're going to talk about some surprises in the NFL. That's uh, going to happen. For, first and foremost, football. Uh, yep. If you make it through enough of this podcast, we had to edit this one today. Yep. Uh, <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> that, was, that, was, tech, that was just, you know, some oopsie. weird tech issues. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I unplugged the mic on accident. Uh, yep. That's what it was. Sure. Uh, <laughs> we, we're definitely going to talk about uh, Disneyland for a little bit. And me nearly pissing myself. Matt squealing. Uh, yeah. And you guys, like, there's so much that happened after football was over this week. Big trades. Yeah. Massive trades. Uh, but not as active of tr- overall trade deadline as we thought. Just big names moved. There is a team that cleaned house this week and said goodbye to its coach, its GM, uh, its offensive coordinator, and its starting quarterback, which we're going to have to get to in another episode uh, a little bit more. But like, there is so much that happened after the games were over this week, and there's so much going on leading up to a lot of question marks. A rookie quarterback made his debut this last week uh, that I'm betting big on for week two. I uh, Man, so much to get to. Lock it in. Let's go for the next two plus hours. We're going to have a good time. Welcome to Sportsify for November 2nd, 2023 with your hosts, Matt Novak and Grant Hawker. Welcome in, everybody. I am your host, Matt Novak. Alongside me, as always, is Grant Hawker. How are you doing, folks? On the third mic is Jameson. hey Back after being uh, sick, or what was that last week? Uh, you had a headache yeah, or something? I had some migraines. I think I was just exhausted. It was a long week last week. Not this week has uh, been any less long, but Sometimes your here. body just can't, has to play catch up. We're here. Bro, I had I had to go to the chiropractor today uh, for some headache related stuff. I've been getting a headache every day at twelve thirty for the last five days. At twelve thirty? Yeah. I jacked up my That's neck odd. on a plane going down to California this last weekend. Some I was helping some guy put a bag away and his, he slipped. The bag ends up falling on me. My neck goes sideways and all of a sudden I get headaches every day. So I feel you. This You're is also welcome to old. the headache episode of Sportsify. Um, that's what we're going to talk about today. What causes your migraines? Yeah. And uh, what medications do you take to defeat them? Um, I take an embarrassing amount of pills, by the way. Uh, dude, we have so much stuff to get to. We have a ton of football, like a lot. And we got some surprises that happened this weekend. Um, an unfortunate injury to someone. I think that we all... Hope does well uh, most of the time. Um, and, uh, and then the trade deadline uh, yesterday hit. Uh, we're recording on Wednesday, so I uh, hit Tuesday. And I think we were all pretty glued to our phones, seeing what our teams were going to do. A uh, little lackluster overall. little lackluster. In terms of how many Thank teams. you to the Redskins for making it entertaining, I guess. <laughs> the Commanders. day of. Yeah. Commanders. I mean, uh, did I say it again? You did say it. Gosh, dang it, dude. You're just an awful Why do you people change the name of your teams? Uh, anyway. Um, but no, they yeah, the commanders made it interesting for us. But when I say uh, not busy, like it wasn't a whole lot of teams that yeah. made a lot of trades. Yeah, really they, they, I, some big names moved. Yep. One one trade I was a little curious on that I'll, I want to talk about in a minute, but we had a whole bunch of stuff happen this weekend. Some surprises in terms of outcomes of games. Uh, a blowout with the Lions-Ravens that I did not expect. I mean, that can go 
any which way every week, but like didn't think that the uh, Lions were going to put up a whopping six points. Um, you know, the Ravens defense is good, not great. And uh, didn't that that surprised me. Uh, I think that was that a 30 to six final. Um, and I think Grant on the pick got us on his zag, which was annoying as can be, uh, by the way. Let's go. Um, yeah, that was at a thir- no, it's 38 six. Jeez, it was so bad. I just watched that score climb. I was legit at Disneyland watching scores and uh, paying attention to stuff, but it was a little ridiculous. Also this week, the Raiders cleaned house. Uh, Josh McDaniel gone. GM gone. OC gone. Um, and n- not only that, uh, Jimmy G, here's the bench, which we'll get to in a minute. Um, they are, they're going rookie mode for the rest of the year. looks like they're in, uh, on a full on tank vibe. Either that, or they've just given Aiden O'Connell like a directive. You will give the ball to Devonta Adams all the time. And you will give the ball to Josh Jacobs and go. Um, but Mark Davis was not happy after Monday night uh, loss slash embarrassment. And uh, I think Jimmy G at one point was three for 12, if I saw that correctly. And it didn't get a lot better. Uh, so the uh, the Raiders clean house, they're in rebuild mode yet again. And a team that we knew was not good um, is about to get probably a little bit worse. Um, you know, they just don't have pieces to recover from this. But holy cow, like just so much stuff happened uh, this weekend in the NFL. So tons to get to here. I want to kick back up uh, first to the aforementioned Kirk Cousins injury. Uh, Again, this is somebody we love rooting for. Um, This is an Achilles. Is that correct, Jameson? Yep. Yeah. Achilles. And dude, I could not be more bummed for the guy. Uh, Vikings ended up getting another win this week. So they were up to four and four. Uh, second place in that division behind the Lions. And uh, genuinely, like, they were on the rise. It looked like it was coming together. And then, unfortunately, back. for Coach Kevin, uh, the worst happened uh, this weekend. So, Vikings go ahead and pull uh, trigger on a trade immediately. I uh, got announced that the Cardinals were going to be starting their rookie uh, this coming week. They're now 1-7 and seven on the year. And uh, I was like, that's a little interesting. They're going to do that now because Josh Dobbs has been playing pretty well. Well, the Vikings needed a quarterback, so they pulled trigger. Go get Dobbs from the Cardinals. Everything makes sense. Cardinals clearly tanking in hopes of uh, this certain quarterback, I think, from USC, uh, maybe landing there uh, in about six months. So the Josh Dobbs, sorry, uh, who wasn't supposed to start for anybody, ended up starting for eight games down in Arizona looks like he's going to be the guy uh, the rest of the way for the Vikings barring another injury um, I don't know that that's like I mean do you think do you think Jameson that that is a legit like still playoff capable team with Dobbs at the helm the way he's been playing um, I, and the I NFC West I think yes now they need to be able to run the ball at some point which has not been the case yep. I think they've been like last or like 31st in and like rushing this season uh or at least success rate and so isn't it them in tampa i think so it's it's just really really rough which i mean i i think speaks volumes to how they've been able to turn it around these past several weeks here and get back up to 500 
Yeah, um, defense keeping it tight. That what which is not something I would have guessed necessarily. Yeah. Um, so that's been promising. But uh, I, I do think Dobbs is good enough for um, you know as long as he doesn't make the mistakes. Um, he he can get you a play. Uh, I know some people have been talking uh, in some of the shows that I've been watching. Where it's like, hey, you know, obviously it's not what you would want this season to be, but if you're going to get a guy last second at the deadline to kind of fill in for you know another freak injury that puts your guy out for a year, um, Dobbs is a smart guy and apparently is is notorious for like getting on a playbook pretty quickly. Um, right, and I, and I think, mostly a backup. Yeah, and, and so. Um, I couldn't remember if, if he had had like a history with the coach there as well, or at least somebody on that staff. Um, but I, I mean, all things considered, coach, yeah, yeah all, all things considered, like, you know, that Arizona team for those first few weeks was, you know, overperforming and he was a pretty big part of that. So I think they could have done a lot worse. Like if I'm being honest, there are probably five other quarterbacks, um, right now that he's better than, and then maybe even more. Um, you know, I like Mac Jones goes there. Are you really feeling any better? Like, does it move the needle if it's Mac Jones and not, uh, Dobbs? I don't yeah, think so. I mean, like, you're... if it's Zach Wilson, it doesn't move the needle either. No, and, like Dobbs kind of has that, like, well, he's smart. He's going to go out there. He can make a play every now and then, as long as he's clean, then it's passable. Yeah. Uh, and that's again, all you might need to snag a, a wild card spot in the NFC. It just be passable. And when you got the guys that you're throwing to over there, that makes his life a lot easier. Uh, so if they can establish a run game, you know, I'm, I'm feeling pretty confident about them maybe getting a seven seed or something like that. Yeah. I mean, they're uh, right now, sorry, jo- uh, Josh Dobbs is at 1600 yards, eight touchdowns, five interceptions. He's got an 81, one rating. Um, you know, he is, he's definitely like the definition of the middle in terms of how he's performing. Uh, right in there. I heard I heard Tannehill's name dropped quite a bit after the emergence of Levis this last week. Tannehill's been struggling off and on with injury. That's why Levis started, and we'll get to him in a little bit. And I'd honestly but, take Dobbs over Tannehill right now. I mean, absolutely. Uh, well, Tannehill had two touchdown passes on the year coming into this week. Uh, so you know, you just look at him from from what he's been able to do on the field, like right now. Oh man. Absolutely. Uh, Dobbs currently ranked as the number 13 quarterback uh, in the league overall. Um, You know, like I just looking at the numbers. I mean, even his rushing totals, dude, like he's he scrambles really well. Guys also got three scores uh, on the ground, uh, 258 yards. uh, Very comparable in terms of yardage to Jalen Hurts, though Hurts has put uh, six across the goal line already. Um, and not a surprise to any of us there, but, uh, you think about just, yeah, what he's able to do with his feet, uh, by the way, has more rushing yards than, uh, Justin Fields. So I know he's been injured. Um, yeah, like I, I think he's going to be the middle. And if that's all he needs to be, if Justin Jefferson can get back, um, you know, Addison's playing really well. Osborne's playing well. Hawkinson's still playing well. Um, and they can establish a better ground game, which I, I think with Dobbs, they're going to have to force it. That'll be really interesting um, because you can't rely on him to throw 45 times in a game. That's not healthy quarterbacking for Dobbs. While uh, genuinely Cousins can make that happen, Dobbs simply can't. So mm-hmm. that'll be interesting to watch. Really curious how they're going to approach it, especially this week because he's starting. 
starting Arizona last week. He's going to be starting in Minnesota this week. Um, and really curious if they can get Madison in any kind of ground game going. Um, you know, also heard out of the speaking of them and their lack of ability to run and are continuing to make jokes about uh, their, uh, you know, that situation they had going where they had that Dalvin Cook guy. Um, Dalvin Cook this week uh, seeking possible trade partners because of his frustration in New York with a lack of playing time. I'm like, dude, did you not understand that Brees Hall was there? Like I was yeah, listening like, to that if anything, you were the stopgap for the first couple of weeks until he yeah, kind of got game speed. And then like, I don't know what to tell you. That guy is amazing. Yeah. Brees Hall ball in hand gone. Um, yes, the Jets have had a problem with their the interior of their line and being able to block on the run. Like if you saw that this last week against the Giants, Giants just owned them in the middle. Um, and they were like, okay, that's fine. We're just gonna do this thing where Brees takes uh or goes in motion often and uh, it comes out the side, maybe takes a half step in front of the line of scrimmage. We're gonna ditch it to him over there, and he's just gonna take off. And that's what he ends up doing. Second leading receiver in the game this last week in the overtime win for the Jets in the Battle of New York, 13 to 10 uh, in overtime. That was awesome. Um, It was a little bit boring at points. I heard, uh, well, the first half especially, 15 punts in that game, by the way, uh, in the first half. Not in the game, in the first half. Such such painful football for like... (laughs) It was so bad. So long. But really, honestly, in the second half, game totally picked up. Teams made adjustments, and then uh, you know, Jets uh, forcing overtime, then overcoming in overtime. That was pretty cool. I uh, did uh, love how that one ended up. While we're while we're on the subject of Jets, do the Jets maybe have the most surprising record in the league right now? Um, Out of anybody? Yes, four yes. and three if- after a pretty like pretty difficult stretch. To start the season, all things considered, not only just schedule wise, but, you know, losing Aaron Rodgers after right 30 seconds and then having to play one of the worst quarterbacks I've ever seen. And <laughs> they're four and three. And it's just like hey. they keep doing it. Dude, speaking it. of quarterbacks that are like the definition of the middle, uh, Zach Wilson, you know, had another OK game. Uh, dude's now at thirteen hundred yards. Uh, he's five and five touchdown interception ratio. Um, you know, like he's just doing okay. There's nothing good, nothing bad. He's just okay. He's averaging about, I think it's like two ten a game, uh, in the air. Um, but he didn't make mistakes. That was the big thing. The Jets lose that game. He throws one interception and he didn't do it. Gave the defense a shot. Special teams did his job. Got the field goals they needed. Greg the leg, baby. Yep. Take take the gritty win every time. And that that team is built to win gritty. Like they absolutely can. Defense has lockdown corners. Uh they have a defensive line that is genuinely stacked um in terms of depth. They can throw out fresh legs at all four spots on that line all the time. Um they have a Pro Bowl linebacker holding down the middle. Like the defense is stacked. They're going to win games because of defense and special teams. They have playmakers. They genuinely just need him to not screw it up. Um, the only problem that I'm seeing on that team, we already knew that offensive line was suspect and the interior just isn't holding up again. I made that point, but that was that was a cool, um, cool thing to see happen. The Jets take off there uh, and, a, and a nice segue for us uh, as we move into more headlines. 
uh, from this week and uh, the games that were and that happened. Uh, but I want to touch on the trade deadline before we get into too many games. Um, it, because going into the weekend, we'd heard that if the commanders lost this game against the Eagles, they were going to start selling. And they had played the Eagles super tough, a loss in an overtime game earlier this season. They came in again, played the Eagles very tough, pushed that defense around. Uh, Howell, uh, with a, with it was it three touchdowns or four this weekend? I mean, like, he looked great again. They, I, Bellamy has figured out how to beat that Eagles defense uh, with the personnel that they have. Uh, definitely gave them all they could handle, but the commanders do end up taking the L. And after the game, immediately clearly started on the phones. Uh, Sweat ends up leaving. He's gone. Um, get, goes uh, with a second round pick to the Bears. Now, that was the curious trade for me. I did <laughs> not understand. There's such a bad organization. It's, uh, it's painful. The, the, well, the, at the same time that they, they go and trade for Sweat, they are willing and ready to trade away a guy who's playing Pro Bowl material out of corner in Jalen Johnson. You guys heard me mention his name two weeks ago on the on on this podcast. I was like, dude, this is a guy. Like somebody's gonna try and go out and this guy, get this guy. So they were allowing him to get shopped and were taking offers. Um, they were gonna let go of the corner, but then sign the defensive end. And this is after they've literally vacated their entire defensive line and all of their pass rushers after the last two years. Their team sucks. So them trading for somebody at this point made zero sense. I mean, Justin Fields hasn't played in a few weeks. I mean, they're just not good. And But they're trading? They're buyers at the trade deadline? That made no sense to and me. And a guy who's not under a contract this offseason. Yeah. So what do you do? Are you going to franchise him? Because he's not signing there. I mean, I know they got the money, but he's not signing there. Yeah. No. No. That makes no sense for them. Um, you know, and I get it like established veteran, but you had established veterans before and you let them walk. This made no sense to me. And the worst part about all. that too, I think, is not only the situation with the player's contract, but they also give her a a twenty twenty four second round pick, which is incredibly valuable. Right. Uh and they Especially just get to rid a team of that. that needs it. Yeah. So it's it's not like you're taking a flyer on a guy for this season to beef up your pass rush. And then you're like, Oh, if he doesn't sign here, then, you know, we just kind of wanted to maybe take the chance, but yeah. to do that and then lose an immediate token for your off season coming up when you're already terrible. Yeah. Um, it's honestly baffling. Well, you just missed your shot. I mean, if you're looking at the, the depth of those picks, you're going to pick it probably top five. Uh, that's where they're headed right now. Mm hmm. So you're going to go at five and then your next pick is not going to be until 65. So you're going to miss out on a potential of somewhere around 40 players that you could, one of which could be a, you know, a decisive, you know, contributor for uh, several years to come on a guy that is going to help you sack a few quarterbacks this season. And mm-hmm. you have literally no control over that mm-hmm. makes no sense. Second round uh, players, the, Still get the value of like a, a top end player, but then you also, you know, what those contracts end up looking like are very favorable for the team. And right. you just basically threw that out the window. Yeah. I mean, this is a guy that you could have signed in a few months. Yeah. You're still no, yeah, going to exactly. suck. You, you, you could have signed him in a few months. Now, you want to see how to do this right. I'm going to brag on the team that I root for all the time. 
Uh, the other defensive end uh, for the Washington Redskins also got shopped out. Chase Young lands in San Francisco for a third round pick. Uh, this trade coming later than the sweat trade. Uh, really, I think it was about was it an hour, hour and a half before the deadline, somewhere in there. Uh, so Washington had clearly fielded all the calls they were going to get. They end up taking a third round pick for Young uh, of the former number two pick uh, in 2020. And Young, you know, definitely had his injury history the last couple of years, has not been able uh, to complete a full season uh, this year. However, playing well, uh, healthy, and they'd already Washington had already declined his fifth year option. So the Niners go and offer a third round uh, pick on him. Now, if they don't sign him uh, after this season, the 49ers get a fifth round pick back. Uh, that's just good GMing right there. <laughs> You're mm-hmm. like, hey, we're, we're we're willing to give you a third, but if if we aren't able to entice him to stay, we want something in return. And so they agree to send a fifth rounder. Washington does if he doesn't sign. Uh, the Niners are not on the hook for almost any of his salary uh, that's due him this year, and uh, he comes in basically as just a cheap rental. At worst case scenario, you're, you're dropping down two rounds with a pick and you get a guy that can clearly bolster your pass rush um and you know on top of all that the Niners already had uh, or well before they gave that pick up they had three third rounders so they're giving of their excess um that trade makes all the sense of the world mm-hmm. i mean organizationally fantastic trade and the Niners have struggled to get to the quarterback i had a little better week this week in that effort uh, at least, but uh, didn't finish on a few sacks that they could have. So they go out and get a guy and they say, hey, Bosa, we get it. You're getting doubled. Um, you know, Hardgrave's getting pinched, getting his knees chopped out. Um, and uh, we just don't have another guy that seems to have fully stepped up consistently on the other side. So we're going to put Randy Gregory over there with Chase Young. And then we're going to move Drake Jackson behind Bosa for as his relief guy. And that's the setup we'll give you. And uh, now you can go hunt. Uh, makes a lot of sense uh, for for them. Uh, there was a couple of trades, you know, that that kind of came and went. Um, the Vikings give up their offensive guard, which was a little surprising to me, um, especially after they traded for a quarterback. They're like, hey, Dobbs, we're not going to do as good a job holding that for you. Um, but they knew they weren't going to be able to re-sign him in the offseason. That's that was why that trade was made. And right now, the Vikings have the offensive depth. Uh, or offensive line depth uh, to take that hit as well. I um, was really interested, uh, and I heard a couple of trades were almost mentioned. I uh, uh, mentioned Johnson uh, almost getting traded away from Chicago. Bills and the 49ers tr- both were in on that conversation. Uh, that didn't end up happening at the last second. Um, I thought it was really interesting. Uh, a few of the names that had been thrown out is like, this guy's not going to be here this next week. Um, you know, uh, specifically Hunter, I think after the Vikings won on Sunday, they were like, hey, we may still make the playoffs. So uh, they end up not trading their pass rusher. That one was pretty surprising to me. I figured he would land somewhere. Um, he's a guy that probably is going to take in. Uh, if you're on a short rental with him, uh, 18 to 23 uh, on a two, three, uh, not rental, but short deal with him. 
uh, probably two year, two year, three year deal. That's probably his number. Um, but that's also depending a little bit on what he does this year. Um, but he is, he's been a monster been competing with walk uh, with Watt throughout the season for, uh, the sacks total. So that one was, uh, interesting that he didn't end up anywhere. Again, I was kind of surprised Tannehill didn't get moved. Um, especially on an expiring deal for somebody who maybe wanted some depth. I, I thought that very well could happen. I thought Lawson, um, defensive lineman from uh, the Jets, who has been a productive pass rusher in the past, uh, does play well against the run. Uh, he's been inactive uh, three out of the last four weeks and is frustrated with his role. I was pretty surprised he didn't get moved. That just seemed like a no-brainer, but apparently they're keeping him around for depth. Um, that's that's word out of that situation. A lot of people had suspected uh, Patrick Sertan may may move the needle in terms of uh, there were offers, teams willing to really give up a first plus for Sertan um, on the outside to fill a void at corner. Um, I my uh, what I read was the Bills were the closest to meeting that, but they just literally Denver stopped taking phone calls on him. Um, were you surprised to Jameson that Judy didn't move? I thought Jerry Judy would be gone. Um, like, yes, but I think Denver maybe thinks that they're like, maybe we can like put together a few games here in the middle of our season and having that piece gone would get rid of that idea. Um, obviously every team is kind of delusional about where they're at to an extent <laughs> as they true. should be as, as competitors, but um, maybe that has something to do with it. Or um, as with Devonte Adams, it's just like, Hey, we suck right now, but like, this is one of our guys. And as soon as we make a couple of changes, like, you know, anything could happen here. And if we have all the talent, then we're just going to keep it. Um, now, obviously the Raiders are in a much worse position, seemingly uh, even than Denver with, with something like that. But uh, you know, if we go back a few weeks when we had Mike on, we were talking about, you know, Denver being sellers um, kind of, kind of curious to not see it happen. But um, again, Sean Payton's maybe got some plans and maybe that's not part of it. So we'll see. Uh, I, I still don't have high hopes for them, but that that was one I was looking for that I didn't see uh, or at least kind of like anything with Denver. So, yeah. And in a moment, we'll get into a couple more um, uh, as we get Grant back in here in a bit. The uh, um, like didn't. I, I was really wanting to see if some teams would upgrade. There was teams that stood pat. Um, was surprised a little bit. The Miami did. Um, they seem like there's maybe a def defensive piece here or there that would benefit them. I, I kind of wondered about Hunter down there, to be honest. I thought that would be a very Miami thing to do. Uh, not like they couldn't uh, make that happen. They have the draft capital. They definitely have uh, the ability to go and get. Um, the Eagles didn't do anything. I mean, I know they'd already gotten, and we talked about it before, but uh, Kevin Bayard from Tennessee, um, fill in that safety void. Um, you know, like I know that Michael Hardman had already gotten moved and, and gone back to Kansas City. Um, but I, I just thought that maybe Kansas City makes another move. They still don't seem set like completely. Um, and there's some teams with some small holes like here and there. 
uh, that coulda, shoulda, woulda. I definitely expected the Bills to do something uh, decent. It seemed like they were in on a lot of conversations. I know I already said their name a couple times. Um, and uh, the Seahawks did make a move, Got went and got Leonard Williams. That was a great get for them. Uh, beef up that uh, that defensive line. You're going to need it in the NFC West. Um, you know, it seemed like the Niners going in and Chase Young was almost like the counter to that. <laughs> um, but I expected them to even maybe do one more thing. Um, there was there was people curious if this Lockett's on an expiring deal uh, to see if if maybe Lockett could have been moved for a younger player. Um, with his contract expiring and and maybe moved with some draft capital for or something like along those lines um, to a receiver needy team. And the other one was the Cowboys, but you heard that early. Jerry Jones said, I think we're good. I, we like where we're at. Uh, I was surprised to hear that. Jerry Jones never seems content. I mean, I know he likes his guys and whatever, but like never really seems fully content, um, nor should he be. Uh, he has no real reason to be, but yeah, just was expecting a little more movement, little lackluster, as Grant mentioned earlier. Like it just wasn't everything I thought it would be. Um, but you know, as a 49er fan, wasn't disappointed. But I did expect a little more traction for some teams that are hunting. Uh, you know, just that ability to move up a little bit. Um, and because nothing's settled. Yeah, I mean, if the if the the last couple of weeks have shown us anything, the Niners going on uh, losing three straight games. Dolphins losing two out of three. Um, you know, the uh, the Bengals winning multiple games and coming back to life. Uh, the Vikings doing the same, uh, you know, after we'd pretty much marked both those teams dead. Um, you know, again, just thought we'd see a little more movement. Didn't really happen. Maybe the pro- asking prices were pretty big this year. Um, was a, a, You can tell with what happened, and I'll move over to... Uh, the Raiders cleaning house now, like what happened there with Mark Davis? Uh, he was ticked that his stars were not getting the ball, like period. I mean, he he is mad that his money guys, these guys that he has invested into, uh, I think Devonta got, a, you know, he got like five or six uh, targets in the whole game uh, from Jimmy G coming off. Jimmy G coming off his back injury uh, looked like absolute garbage, completely uncomfortable in the pocket just making bad throws, bad reads, not making the read that he needed to several times. Devonta wide open a couple of times, got really frustrated on the sideline. Uh, but Mark Davis just full rebuild. Don't care. Josh McDaniel's gone. We've been saying it for a long time. Josh McDaniel is not a head coach in the NFL. That is nope. very clear. Nope. Dude can't motivate. He can't strategize uh, to the extent that he needs to. And his players don't want to play for him. They play for paychecks, period. Uh, You've never heard like Devonta Adams talk about Josh McDaniel and be like, man, he's such a guy. We love this guy. He's great. You know, he said that about literally everyone that coached him in Green Bay. (laughs) Everyone. (laughs) Um, Coordinators, head coaches, like he said that all the time. Uh, Josh Jacobs literally said, I'm not coming back unless you give me more money, period. You know, he was not worried about the locker room environment or anything like that because it's just known in Oakland you are you are playing for a paycheck, period, and that's the atmosphere that has been created there. It's like, hey guys, we just expect you to perform because we're paying you, so do it or else. 
Um, and uh, clearly nobody was bought in. They clean house completely though. And I'm really curious. Okay. Cause we've seen this like happen a million times. We've seen a coach get fired mid season. Um, and uh, the next week, you know, they either rally uh, around the, the interim. We saw that last year was that, that was last year, right? With the Colts. Was Jeff Saturday saga all last year? Yeah. Uh, everything's a blur, but I, I feel like it, but that's definitely what happened yeah. with the Jeff Saturday. And then they're like, is this guy a head coach? And I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, well, Steve Wilkes in Carolina last year uh, had a heck of, I mean, did a great job. He did a great job. Uh, there was a lot of people that thought he had a legit shot um, at taking that coaching job. Uh, welcome back in, Grant. Uh, Got them all tallied up. We're ready to go. Okay, good for you. Um, but we, you know, I'm really curious. Are the Raiders like looking at the rest of their schedule? Okay, if you open that up, uh, check it out real quick. It's it's hilarious. Raiders, uh, the uh, they've got. I mean, yes, they're in they're in the AFC West, so it's not pretty. But their first game is the Giants. At home. Their second game is the Jets at home. Then they're going to go down to Miami and get murdered. Then they're going to host the Chiefs and get murdered. We'll see what the Vikings are, but they've got them at home December 10th. Then they've got the Chargers at home. Got to play the Chiefs again, but they got a game against the Colts. And then they got another one against the Broncos. Could they beat the Broncos? Could they beat the Colts? Could they beat the Chargers, the Vikings? The Jets and the Giants, maybe. Well, I'm not I, gonna like call them dead right now. I don't know Those if this are all. I don't know if this is set or not, but maybe they probably have a better chance now that Jimmy Garoppolo is not their quarterback. Well, we're gonna get right to that in a moment. But okay. like genuinely, like just looking at what they have in front of them, um, you know, they have some guys that can play ball on the offensive side. Uh, they made they they've made some good plays defensively here and there. Uh, I saw that a lot of people were buyers on them this week uh, with their uh, on fantasy football with their defense playing against the Giants because the Giants are giving up. I think it's the most or second most points uh, to team defenses. So like it's not like their season's completely dead. They're three and five. Um, you know, so you lose you lose a guaranteed three games here. Like you're gonna lose the Chiefs twice. Um, you're gonna lose to the Dolphins. Um, man, so that's you're such eight. a hater, Matt. So that's eight. But I'm like, they could possibly win six. There's, they're not completely dead. It's nine and eight. Nine and eight may get you in. Well, I mean, I mean, but again, I mean, what I'm gonna say though is that statistically, every team is still in it. I mean, except for maybe like the Cardinals Panthers. and the Panthers. I would say but other than that though, because we're still early in the season, man. Like. Even some of these three or four win teams, like you're statistically sure. But are the Patriots dead at two and six? Yeah. Yeah, they're done. In that division, yeah. yes. they're done. Yeah, they're done. But I mean, but I would say that the Raiders are just as done as the Raiders. I think the Raiders, because they have that third win, they still they still got a small leg. I mean, up. yeah, sure. And their but division's every, been trash. Okay, but like look at what are the other three win teams though? Like uh the Broncos and the Chargers that are in their division. Yeah, Broncos. I mean, Commanders. They also have, do have a bye week coming. Still, Commanders so. have three wins, I believe. Commanders, yes. Uh, Patriots have two. Texans, Rams Titans. have three, right? Right, Jameson. Yeah, the three and five. Yeah, Texans, Titans, Colts. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, but all I'm Broncos. gonna say is I would, I, I would much rather believe in a team like 
even though they have been been not good either. But teams like the Broncos, who at least I know who their head coach is, I know who their quarterback is, and they they have the best win of any three and five, three oh, or absolutely. less win team. Well, got, yeah, beating they just the, got it. The sure Chiefs we'll get to this it. last week. I'm sure, we'll get to it here in a second. That was a shocker. Absolutely, but like, I don't I don't know if I would go on here and say that I think that the Raiders are a team that out of all these three win teams, I think they're probably like towards the bottom of the three win teams. Okay, that can get it done because pull like, it out, pull it out. Chargers, Broncos. Uh, we'll just go with the AFC. I just want to stay AFC. in the AFC. Chargers, Broncos, Texans, Titans, Colts. Those are your other ones. I would agree. Uh, I mean, out of all the teams that we just mentioned, the Broncos and the Titans have the best coach. Is Broncos, Titans? You said yes. Broncos and Titans I mean, have yeah, the I best guess. coaches. I uh, I would say, or we the, think they have the best coaches. We we do I I we do I mean we we are all big fans of uh, uh of the Tennessee uh the Tennessee way if you will the the gritty wins on those cold December nights in the rain I do uh, like I mean but at the same time as good as those coaches are this year has kind of been a different story but yes generally I would agree I mean also Levis just popped off Sunday. Yeah, like that. I mean, he, he we're going to have our, our discussion in a little bit just about I mean, players Texans, of the week. Texans got three wins. Yeah, but they don't have the roster. No, yeah, I know they don't, but they don't. CJ Stroud has, has been playing great for a rookie quarterback. They wanna, they might have the best quarterback of that bunch. Maybe. Who? Maybe. CJ Stroud compared I mean, to Russ and Tannehill this year so far. I mean, wow. Well, Herbert. No. Herbert's on this list. Well, I mean, Herbert's well, I, best quarterback. We, we were, I was just specifically talking about the 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 three uh, wins, the Broncos and the Titans between Bro, those three. Russ teams. literally is like second in the league in passes and like second in interceptions. I still hate his guts. I I don't really care. I don't care Dude. about numbers because you can watch the games and be like, that's not the same guy. Yeah. He doesn't. I'm not saying pressure, he's the same guy, but I'm saying he's not times. terrible. Like everyone is out here trying to say, you know, I'm not saying he's bad, but I think CJ Stroud's been better this year than Russ. I don't think that's really a debate. I would say it is. I I think it's a I think it's a debate numerically. I think it's been better numerically. If you look at if you look at at every single statistic, because I think for quarterback you have. I mean, that's a statistic. Sixteen and four. Sixteen, yeah. That's I think that's like second in TD interception ratio. I'm pretty sure that's first or second. Like, and he's got quite a few yards. He is. Um, I didn't know, want to bore us with, I mean, with his statistics I'm this week, but gonna, I'm, I watch football and like those. He also, got some wobbly passes. He plays like garbage in stints. Like he just does. He misses really bad. Also, on second, I think that all down. three of his all three of his wins are um are are fourth quarter comebacks, which now leads the league. Yep. So he's got still his guts. Why do you hate his guts? I what? do not like Russell Wilson. Is it because he punked your team for no? For years? Uh, it is because I have I watched his intro video when he started with the Broncos, <laughs> and I threw up in my mouth a yeah, whole bunch. That's fair. Uh, I mean, <laughs> the, this uh, Russ thing is like saying that Jimmy G stats were good, so he's a good quarterback. I'm like, no, but I watch him play quarterback, and I'm like, that's not very great. I, I was going to bring this up. We all have the three of us have our guy that we defend. You are like a Jameson. You've got you've got Jared Goff as like your dude. That's like that's pretty defendable. Well, I, I I wouldn't like die on a Jared Goff hill. I just think he's not as bad as people say he is. Absolutely. Oh well, yeah, sure. we agree with that. But but you're yours. You're a hundred percent a Jimmy Garoppolo apologist. I have no idea what you're talking about. That guy's garbage. 
<laughs> yeah, that see, I, my, my I, guy I never, never said that team. on this podcast. <laughs> that, that, that is a quick quick turnaround, my friend. My guy Dude, goes to a team that's so supposed to be rebuilding, and they're Honestly, uh, one of the best I can't apologize for that. He, he might be the worst quarterback in the NFL right now. I was this week. Well, and I think, well, I think, I think he still leads the league. I mean, like, I think, but all the bad stats, he leads the league. I'm, I'm, I'm going to butt this one, but, but injury, sure. but I uh, horrible. I mean, if, if you guys, I know you guys don't watch Raider football. No. Okay. But like, and, but also, and nor should you, the NFL is trying to cram it on his throats. Cause they still have like three more. Prime I time know games. it sucks, but, uh, but genuinely, like, if you watch what they're calling and the stuff that McDaniel was asking him to do, it was nightmarish. I mean, like, it was so bad. He's putting so many pre-snap motions in that are ridiculous and unnecessary. Moving Devonta, like, from one side of the field to the other and then having him run a four-yard route. Like, what are you doing? Like, why? It's Devonta and you're just wasting this guy. Uh, it was bad. So, anyway... I no, I'm I'm not gonna defend Jimmy G right now. I'm just gonna say that that system was also garbage. And of the of the people that we like to apologize for, I would agree that I would say Russ and Goff have been playing comparable football this year. Oh, like to each other? Yes, better. to each other. Yeah, he I, has not been better. I Jared Goff has I, been a better quarterback this year than but, Russell Wilson has, and you can't convince me otherwise. And it's not a numbers thing. Look at the Lions and what they do, and then look at Denver and what they do. The yeah. the the. That's fair. It's how, fair. Oh, I mean, I mean, but he's the quarterback how, of one of the best offenses in football right now. He is. Yeah, he is. But also, the Broncos are like the worst defense in the league. How uh, how is that Russ's fault that the Broncos they gave really up great well, number one? Either. They weren't this week. They weren't this week. Yeah, this week they showed up. Also. Russ Russ had one of his three great uh, three good games this year, like three genuinely good games. Yeah, uh, against the Packers who suck, and his one of his other great games was against the Bears who are horrific. Yeah, so I, he has beat bad teams, and and the Chiefs. the Chiefs. He beat two bad teams in the Chiefs, um, and like you look at the points that they've been able to put up. I consistently week to week, like, I mean, what have they, they've cleaned up on over 21 twice. I think who the Broncos. Yeah. I think they get 31 and 33 and one was a loss. Um, yeah. So they, I mean, they've scored over 21 points two other, two other times. He's just not impressive. If you're watching, if you get to watch the game, he is not impressive at all. The throws that Goff makes are ridiculous and awesome. to wide open dudes because Ben Johnson is an incredible hating. OC who <laughs> schemes it. Hey, he, somebody, I, I'm somebody not never watched Jared Goff play the Vikings in like 2017 or 2018 when he played one of the best Rams games I've like ever seen, and that's not even including the primetime Chiefs game where he also outdueled Patrick. Now, that was one of the greatest football oh, games yeah. of all time. That was time. awesome. That was amazing. Dude, that is one of those moments where it's like I knew where I was watching that game. Oh yeah, I remember I remember sitting in the house I had to watch that I lived it on in, my phone losing my mind retail. I, yeah, I was watching it on my Stupid. phone as well. Oh, but, I was laughing my head off every time somebody scored. It was great. I'm just saying that that Russ has played a lot of safe football. He has gotten lucky on some stuff for sure. Those throws do not look good, and they are scheming well for him. The one thing I will say that he has done better than than uh, than he did last year for definitely is he's mobile, using mobility. his legs really well, yeah. wisely. Like he's yeah. not forcing a lot of stuff. 
He goes down when he needs to go down, does all the right things with it. But like he does look a little bit rust of old. He looks re-energized from that mobility standpoint. And I think that that's opened up some of those passes. Like they're getting him to play a certain style of ball at times. So even a wobbly one, when a defensive back leaves his, uh, you know, his assignment to come chase uh, Russ because he thinks he's taking off. And then all of a sudden, Cortland Sutton's wide open, you know, uh, whichever of the random running backs, Williams is out there, whomever. Yeah, like that stuff's definitely happening. And I, I get it. Everybody, every quarterback has those plays and that adds up to your numbers and all that crap. But like genuinely, he is still making some really interesting decisions. His percentage in terms of completions is pretty mediocre um, and, uh, and comparable to a lot of the middle of the pack. He's at, he's, like at, he's at 66%. Yeah. So it's fine. Like it, it's, it's comparable, but like, it's just not amazing football that we're watching him play. So, but I mean, again, I want to go back disagree. into the really quick, just the, the three win thing. I think if we were going to empower some three win teams that could genuinely take off here, still the best roster we know is the chargers like top to bottom. That doesn't mean anything with that. And that coach. so with, with that coach, I totally agree. Um, best thing that could happen to Herbert is that they lose a whole bunch of games so that that guy doesn't get to tell him what to do anymore. I, I still, I don't even think that, I don't think that any, any, I don't think only a Super Bowl would save Brandon Staley. I'll be completely honest. I, I hope so. I think that's the only thing that would save. But him how many times camp. I feel like how many times we said, no, nah, they can't, they can't let this keep going and they keep letting it happen. I mean, um, that's fair. Also, he's got the Jets this week. Herbert does. Uh, and then in two weeks has the Packers, uh, then the Patriots, the Broncos, the Raiders, they have one of the easiest schedules uh, on the way out and the Broncos again. Now they do have to play the chiefs, the bills and, uh, the Ravens, uh, some, some difficult games for sure. But I mean, you look at the rest of their schedule, uh, they've got some winnable games. I actually like them over others uh they're just going to need a surprise gamer here here or two um to get themselves in the playoffs not they're not going to need three they're not going to need four they literally just need a surprise game or two so i like their schedule and and where they're at as a three win team to maybe do some stuff also like um i mean i i just like the titans because of that division like and if levis is the real deal if he's if he's a dude they they could they could win some games in that division. The Colts, as much as I love them, just don't seem to have it in them. Yeah, the loss like, of Anthony Richardson, I think, was it's such a different a playbook shot. when he's not yeah. in there. Well, it, but and and to be fair to Gardner Minshew, uh, that secondary ain't helping him out at all because they are giving up everything. Uh, Colts right now surrendering the most second most points in the NFL in fantasy to wide receivers. Like Olave was wide open. Talked to uh, a fan of the show and friend Todd this last week. He was at that game. As we mentioned, Grant and I did that. He was going to be there. And Todd was like, dude, it was constant. Like they just couldn't cover Olave. They could not cover guys downfield. They seemed really centered in on Kamara. The whole defense did. And he's like, he was just constantly open. And, you know, I, Carr didn't make good use of that necessarily, but like, uh, when's a win constantly open. So I, yeah, the Colts just don't have it in them. You know, I, it's bad when you let the saints do that to you. Right. They just don't have a passing game, but I think that the chargers probably have the best shot of the three win teams in the AFC of getting there. 
That's my take. I mean, but the Broncos just shocked us. So who the crud knows? Russ is proving that if you just don't turn the stinking ball over, uh, eventually something good will happen, apparently. Uh, you know, and yeah, they could do it, I suppose. But there's a lot that would need to happen for that. I mean, the AFC North would have to start sucking. Uh, you know, you got three teams at four and three and one at six and two. Um, I mean, there's one, the bills and the jets right now, five and three, four and three, uh, looking at them. Is Aaron Rodgers seriously going to play football in the next six weeks? Like what the crap? Did you see him throwing? Sure. Seems like it. I don't think he's planting his foot. He is planting his foot and throwing the ball 30 yards down the field already. Some hippie weirdo. If he came back this year, that would be maybe the worst thing anybody or an organization could ever allow their player to do to themselves. Bro, because I don't they're know not if gonna he shook the anything. devil's hand, but it, I'm just saying. Well, I think it's going to really depend on where the Jets are at. If they're, if like say for instance, it's week 15 or 16, and they've got eight wins. Yeah, you want to do that yawn off the microphone? I did do it off the microphone. Yeah, you didn't. I heard it. I did. Bro, there's literally a gap. I'm looking at our little feed right now. There's a literal gap. Shut I'm your mouth. Turn it, I'm going to turn it up. In You're going to turn it up? Yeah. But depending on where they're at, they are probably going to try their hardest to bring him back this season. I think like, that would like, be honestly, a massive mistake. Just have him ready for off-season would. stuff. He'll be 100% for your off-season. And then you can have him ready for the beginning of next year, why rush back a guy who's like 40 years old off of a torn Achilles when who knows if your team is even going to be able to compete, even if he would have been healthy this year at like the highest level. Now the bills have kind of not impressed. So it like opens up more room for them to kind of slide in. Sure. But like I, I don't see the jets as like being a super bowl contender. And I didn't even with Rogers being there. I, I no, don't yeah, disagree. I, I, I agree. I, I don't disagree but at yeah. all. I'm just saying, like, it is it's crazy, scary though. what he's doing. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. And Most I don't guys think are that in they a should... boot for another four weeks, and he's yeah. out there running, and he's throwing 30 yards down the field like it's nothing without a grimace of pain. They see that as impressive as it is and be like, oh, let's try to get you back on track. Um, well, I think they're smart enough to not do that, but. They're probably yeah. going to talk about it. You know, he, he's probably going to say, I mean, oh, he's a I $50 million dollar man. I mean, this isn't a nobody. This yeah. is, he's a $50 million dollar man. He gets to decide when he steps on that field, period. Like it is Aaron Rodgers call. I don't, I don't think outside I, of the owner's the right box. Call. Like, like I think he will. Yeah. I, like, like if, probably. He, like if, if the jets are like pushing him to do it and he, he, his, his Achilles is not ready to go. I don't think he would. I think he would just wait till next year. I mean, I don't think, I mean, this team is really young. I think a lot of their a lot of their players are still like on rookie contracts. They're not going to lose a whole lot. Um, so, I mean, maybe DJ Reed, maybe he's up for a contract. But other than that, yeah, they they have everybody pretty much locked in. So, I mean, they they can they they can quite literally run it back with the same roster yeah. next year, and not have to risk potentially losing him out for that next year. So, yeah, I don't think they should. Um, but also, I mean, at the same time, like if he's if he said he's ready to go, I don't think he would. I don't think he would lie to everybody or like go into this and make that decision without knowing well, 100% I w- that he's ready I w- to go. I'll stop you there. I do think he would lie to everybody because he's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, oh, he'd lie to everybody. Like, I think part of the headline that we lie. will have is he'll say, I was ready to play, but they didn't let me. But in reality, the smart thing is like, we're just going to run it back yeah. and we'll have I'm, a way yeah. better chance. 
Yeah, and and no no lie, like good on him for this whole like tell me what I can't do mentality and watch what I what I watch what I do do. I love doing that one. The do do. Uh You're literally 4 years old. That's fine. I but like yeah, it it will be I mean it's going to be much watched TV. I'm just saying at the end of December when they've got to make a decision as it comes down to those last couple games, it'll be really interesting to see what happens and what they do. And it'll be interesting to see where they're at from a, a you know, wins loss standpoint. And if they're truly, truly in that hunt, um, just for you guys, I'm going to skip down on our uh, stuff. Uh, just a little bit. I did want to highlight a couple guys that really stood out this weekend. Um, somebody that I follow all the time, uh, because he was an Oregon duck, uh, came on Thibodeau. Uh, former first round Giants pick. I uh, ended up with three sacks in that loss uh, to the Jets this weekend. Looked real good against a shaky offensive line. Uh, we mentioned Levis with his, uh, I mean, literally coming out party uh, for the Titans getting the start. He's he's going to start this next week as well. Um, he had four touchdowns, 240 yards. Uh, stat I didn't know. Deron Bland already has his third pick six of the season for Dallas. Yep. I um, didn't did not realize that was his third one. Uh, D hop, uh, which, by the way, is the all time uh, Dallas Cowboys record. I uh, overtook primetime and one other guy. Uh, I think of Diggs. Um, but uh, D hop, three touchdowns on four catches from Levis uh, for 120 yards. Week I bench him because I got sick of it. Uh, yeah, bro, I feel you. I did that in one league, but I started him in the other. Yeah, uh, but top receiver this week from a point uh, uh, from fantasy points perspective, though, was CD. I uh, Cowboys went and got a seemingly easy win. Uh, Twelve receptions, 158 yards, got a pair of touchdowns. He only played 35 snaps. So close. To, I mean, it's like it's like 40 percent of his. Of the receiving snaps he played, he caught a ball. Yeah. That's crazy. Ridiculous. Well, no. Uh, yeah, 30-something, whatever. But still, like he he was unbelievable. Um, that was Those were some highlights of the week. I, I know there's a couple of other defensive standouts we could probably mention, but uh, those ones like hit me hard. I thought, I thought for my money, I thought what Levis did was by far the most impressive thing. Same. First start, four touchdowns and 240 yards and gets the dub. Um, that was incredible. I but clearly was told, get D-Hop the ball when we're on the other side of the field. <laughs> um, D-Hop had a couple of, I think two of those were over 20 yards. Um, but once once he hit like the 35-yard line, targeted him, uh, four out of D, uh, D-Hop's six targets were inside the 35-yard line. Um, as the Titans were driving. And so there was this clear directive, like get him the ball, just let him make plays. And he only had four catches, but three of them found pay dirt. So uh, not sad about that at all. Uh, it was D hop this weekend, but yeah, Levis was awesome. Like, that was great. Can't, can't wait to see highlights. Does remind me kind of like of uh, Richardson in certain respects. Cause he's not a little guy. Levis isn't, uh, he's, he's not near as mobile as Richardson. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but he has like just kind of that style uh, of play. Very. He's similar. got a good deep ball that I like. Yes, he has a very strong arm, and he, yeah, he can kind of just throw it. Uh, one of those touchdowns, I think, was one where he just like ripped it kind of to the left post um, off of his right foot, just kind of planted, and like couldn't even like open his hips or anything. I was like, that was kind of a dart. 
That's right. I mean, that's you know, that's what got him here essentially. Uh it wasn't like the the accuracy or the crazy playmaking. It was the the arm talent downfield. But uh yeah, really good week for him. I'm I'm curious to see like he's another one of those guys uh where I'm like, okay, well, let's see you do it again. Um, but that's very promising for them. Uh Titans kind of an example of like one of many teams seemingly that we have now where it's like you just put in a new guy at quarterback and watch how much better that team can be. Like imagine even, you know, talking about the Raiders and how poor they've been, put a good quarterback in Vegas with what they currently have. And it's like, that's a decent team. Yeah. I mean, they're going to score points at least. Yeah. If that, that Hill wasn't hold up for him, but Tannehill wasn't doing any of your favors, getting you any points scored. So yeah. just a little, uh, re-energizing and I'm curious to see how they turn out. Yeah, no, I'm I'm gonna watch him. I enjoyed. I, I got to watch a little bit of the game, but then watch all of his uh, his snaps. I went back on and did a YouTube search and watched all of his snaps from Sunday. And like, he was genuinely fun to watch. Uh, that's a good NFL product that they put out this last week. Um, can he sustain that? We don't know, but uh, it was super fun to watch at least for Sunday. Uh, Going to our every week segment uh, before we get to our buddy Mike and some other things in just a little bit. Uh, which coordinator and or coach deserves to be fired? Well, Raiders answered uh, uh, that one for us this week um, and already did the job. So we'll rank the available ones. Uh, never moving off of our list is the uh, and I'm just well, going to start at the top. There's two of them that aren't that. Yes. haven't. Yeah. Well, we gave we give one of them a break on the bye week, but not the other one. Right. Um, a, continuing to stay atop the list is Matt Canada. You suck at your job. Go do something else. Uh, second, Pick up a hobby. Yeah, absolutely. You know, maybe quilting. Quilting looks good. Yeah. Maybe uh, not Madden. Yeah, yeah. No, don't do that. Do not play video game football. Like, do not do that. Uh, second on there is uh, still Brandon Staley. Uh, underperforming. Also should go find a hobby. Great roster. He sh- he could probably go back to he could uh, being a coordinator. Yeah, let, let go be a coordinator somewhere. I have no problem with that. Um, coming in third for me is still Riverboat Run. Um, Washington clearly going to dismantle this franchise. This is a new ownership group, as we mentioned before. They're going to do it from the ground They're up. They're not loyal to anybody. Nope. No, no, no one is their guy. Not their first and second round draft picks over the last couple of years. Uh, Sam Howell may not have a job next year. Which is uh, weird because he's still playing good. He's still playing great. Yeah, he's I mean, also on like a historic pace of getting sacked. Yeah, that's yeah. true too. Like, Dear he God, might, that guy's running he might for his be life. more than David Carr this year. Were you going to hit I, that, six, that 65 number or whatever it was? 66? Oh, he would. I'll have to. I'll look up what he's at now actually while you guys keep going. But sure. the it was like he was going to smash with the pace that he was on, he was going to smash that record. Yeah, I don't know if either So of the you... commander should most definitely use their number one pick, which might be high, yeah. to go get a lineman. They should go get like a... Left tackle. Is that, is that an important yeah. position? Um, probably the second most important position outside of the quarterback. Okay, all right, yeah. yeah I, they should, I'm with they that. should probably do that. That's a, good, uh, that's a good way to approach rebuilding your entire team. I, mean, I think, I think they, they should... got the quarterback. I think they do. Howell can play. Yeah. Howell can absolutely play. So if you build a line in front of that guy and they have a good receiving core, that's just, not a problem. They, they uh, he has been sacked 41 times. Oh, my already God. Already? He's going to obliterate the record. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to filter this list by sacks so you guys can, can tell here. But uh, 41 oh. sacks in eight games. So you do the math, even if you just play 16 I, games. Yeah, that's five that. a game. 
82 sacks in 16 games if you just do that <laughs> math. 17. He'd be at 80. And that, yeah, and there's 70 85? games. 85? Uh, just about. For the year, yeah. It'd be about at 85 for the year. Second so, place is Daniel Jones at 28. That makes sense. And then Russell Wilson at 26. Oh, dude, just think about the jump, though, dude. That's dude, 15. That's a thir- there, well, there's 13 right now, 13 spots from 41 to 28, just between those Oh, my those bad. You two. said 28. I didn't hear the right yeah. number. Well, my bad. I will say, uh, the Daniel 26. Jones thing is still pretty startling because that's in five games that he's been yeah, sacked he's, Yeah, I was going to say he was injured. Well, uh, well that one in that football game against the, against the Seahawks, he got sacked like 12 times. Like half oh, of those, yeah, that's true. Half yeah. Of those that was that one. Game. So, yeah. so his one pace game. is probably about the same, but uh, he obviously doesn't have the games under his belt. Uh, and unfortunately um, so for, also for they Sam Howell prob- staying, staying healthy enough to get sacked in every game. The commander should actually probably all go to get another quarterback because Sam Howell's going to be dead by the end of the season. Yeah, well, yeah. that's true, too. So they should probably get a left tackle and a quarterback. And those sacks have also uh, lost him 276 yards, whereas Daniel Jones's have only lost him 150 yards. 200 and how many yards? 276 yards lost on sacks already. In those 41 oh sacks. That's so bad. But he has a 90.1 rating. So no, yeah, like, he can throw. It's like he either throws and it's decent or to, to good even, uh, or he gets sacked. How many interceptions has he thrown? Uh, he's thrown 13 touchdowns, eight interceptions. Okay. On his okay. eight interceptions, which I think three of which came in one game or something like that. Um, but of those eight interceptions, I guarantee you, that's like, I'd heard that he was hit. And falling to the ground on six of them, I yeah. believe it. I'd so believe I know that. that happens to every quarterback. Don't get me wrong. No, you know, don't come at me with that one. But like statistically, I, genuinely, he's getting be. murdered. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. statistically, those eight picks have to have come when he's getting hit like a yeah. decent amount of times. <laughs> <That's Yes>. True. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I don't have another. I, I have an honorable mention. Do you guys have somebody that you would put above Riverboat Ron right now, um, in terms of somebody who needs to be fired and or let go? I mean, I do think Eberflus needs to go. I don't disagree with that. I mean, but but at the same time, getting a little tough shake with his quarterback situation. He but. is. He is. Um, also, I I hate to say it, because I like the guy, but Frank Reich. Yeah, yeah, he's got a tough sledding down there, man. Like I know Carolina he does, is just not. But David good. Tepper is not the most gracious dude. No, down there, he's not. He's not very patient. No, he's one of the most egotistical owners yeah. in the history of ever. So, I I mean, like, I could see, like, I don't know if he deserves to be on the hot seat because he, because, like, what he has going on down there, but yeah. I could, I can see him being on the hot seat just because of their owner. Yeah. Their, their team has a lot of gaps. I mean, they yeah. do not have a true number one receiver. Thielen's just getting targets because he's the only guy. I mean, their, their number two is DJ Chark, yeah. um, you know, who's been around a little bit and is underperformed massively. Talk about though, they, they get their win. What's that? You just uh, did you talk about them. No, game? we did not talk about their win. They did get it though. They did get Carolina to get a against win against CJ Stroud. That, that, yeah, against CJ Stroud and the Texans. So Bryce Young gets a gets a one up on that one. Uh, I, I will say, I think one of the guys that might be on my hot seat, and they're you know they're four and four as a team, um, which is kind of about where I would have put them at this point in the season. Um, I think Arthur Smith, low key, mm. seats getting kind of mm. warm with like how things have been operating there this season. But is that a quarterback problem? Cause it is. I'm not asking yeah, the question. It is. Yeah. Hey. But how many times do we see, do we see though? Has he's coaches- a good coach with an underperforming quarterback. 
Yeah, but scheme, like we've complained about scheme stuff with them a lot too. Like, why aren't certain guys getting touches? Like, you should be able to put yourself in a position where you can scheme some stuff when you have the talent that you do. Um, I mean, as bad as Ritter has been, it's a little questionable. Pitts and Pitts and London both are are jump ball guys. I mean, I watched London play plenty, and, and and I'm not saying the dude can't catch you know other things, but like that is the best part of their game. And Ritter, on a good day, is throwing the ball accurately 25 to 30 yards down the field. Like, accurately. Like, so it, when you got a jump ball guy that can't, and it, when you got jump ball receivers and you can't put it there, I mean, can you imagine what Bajon Robinson could do if that guy could hit him on an actual route? Like, because he, he just dumps down to him all the time. But, like, Ritter does not hit guys in stride at all. He can't anticipate a break. Like it's so bad, and I think it's just really hard to scheme something. I I do think they're scheming. I think, uh, you know, going and getting Bajan has been a big protection for Ritter. Um, but like they're just he is not good. I would like to a, see them. I mean, Heineke got a lot of play, so I I yep. would like to see probably them just roll with Heineke and then see what happens. They are. They've but, confirmed it. Okay, they have. But, yeah, is this happening? I'm oh, thank sure. God. That, that's they, good. That. That should that should open some stuff up because yeah. so that, that's a why I'm saying like the seat the seats kind of get warm and I mean part of being a coach is if you have a guy who's absolutely terrible and you have yeah. somebody who can come in and you know give you a different look with Heineke that's part of your job too so like if that weren't the case um you know we'll we'll see what they have now with Heineke but um little potentially okay. a little bit warm uh, especially if uh, with those weapons they don't. Figure well, out here's a way another, to make it work. Real quick, I don't another one. We don't want to get another one in the division. Todd Bowles. We don't even talk about him. Yeah, that's one as well. But that's also that, a team that's paying for its Super Bowl sins. That is true. true. That so is it's true. Like, and what, what can you do? You know. And I would say he's schemed up and gotten some of those wins because you shouldn't be playing that well with Baker. Like they've been in a lot of the in their losses, they've been in those games. Yeah, they mm-hmm. literally do not have a running back. No offense to Rashad White. Well, and they don't Hail have Mary, an offensive line that can perfect get him Hail Mary throw from Baker. Uh, yeah, Chris yeah. Godwin is just that, not aware of anything on the not floor. aware. Now there are that also so a million bad. a million potential flags on that play. But as the we ball, know, like yeah, that's a, true. Too. Don't throw a, a flag on a Hail Mary. That's just party foul at that point. Well, I want to, before we finish this, this, uh, uh, you know, I think those are valid names and, and we'll, I think over the next two weeks, probably both of those scenarios will kind of show really how hot that seat is. I mean, especially with the Falcons making the change at quarterback. Um, but I want to throw Steve Wilkes under the bus right now. Is this, is this the 49ers? This is disappointment. Okay. That's what this is. Um, because the 49ers played well for five games. Offense was executing uh, on an insane level. Um, and I think kind of hid some of the issues uh, that the 49ers had because there was so much pressure for other teams to score. Uh, the 49ers have the highest blitz rate in the league, um, which is not something that they have done over the previous three years. Um, but as part of that, when you blitz a lot, uh, you got guys flying towards the quarterback uh, you are in an odd angle and it is difficult to make straight up tackles. It's left a lot of arm tackling as a 49er fan. I watch this occur regularly where guys are trying to make uh, tackles as they were pursuing where they were asked to go on these design blitzes. 
Uh, but in the first five games, the 49ers had just 24 missed tackles. Over the past three weeks, they've missed 32, including a season-high 13 on Sunday against the Bengals. Those missed tackles have turned short gains into chunk plays. And it, uh, in the first five games, the 49ers were allowing an average of 49.4 yards after first contact per game, which was second best in the league and had only given up 10 plays of 20 plus yards, the fewest in the NFL. Those numbers have jumped to 100.7 yards after contact per game and 15 plays of 20 plus yards allowed, uh, both of which rank 31st. A run defense that was best in the league in 2022 is giving up 123 yards a game and 4.5 yards per carry, ranking 24th and 27th uh, over these past three weeks. Like, it has been abysmal. Like, as a 49er fan to watch it, and I would really even say all three of those teams shouldn't be able to run the ball on you at all. That was the Bengals. The Vikings, who we already covered as the worst or second worst rushing team in the league. And that was a banged up Browns team uh, who you should have been able to stack the uh, the box against because they were throwing PJ Walker out there on a flyer. So, like, I have been incredibly disappointed at their performance. The blitz rate is atrocious. You have a hundred million dollar defensive line. And you That's just improved money. it. That's a lot of money. And you can't get the quarterback. Steve Wilkes needs to calm the crap down on his blitzes. Let his guys do their job because you have pro bowlers at every level all on pros. this team. All pro guys all over the place. You have the number one defense in the league. Someone literally handed you a Ferrari the size of a Humvee and you have turned it into a freaking Pinto. Like, calm the crap down and just let your guys do your thing. I think he deserves an honorable mention. After watching the game Sunday, I was ready to bury him. I was super done, and it was ridiculous. Also, uh, you can't see it, but Grant is smiling like the Grinch right now, and I want him to eat his microphone. Uh, quite literally, that would make me really happy. But it was really disappointing, uh, and so I had to bring that up today and just go, what the crud? Uh, you can't continue that. The 49ers can't keep losing games. It's not all on Wilkes, but those are horrible numbers. Uh, Brock's got to do a better job for the 49ers of keeping the, the ball uh, in their possession. Uh, he Two weeks in a row has given up three uh, in total, a fumble and two interceptions both weeks. You got to do better than that uh, for sure, especially when you're on your side of the field, especially, you're handing the other team points. crucial picks, like fourth yep. quarter picks, yeah, I need, marching down the field, Yep, kills and, the momentum. And, and I would say one his fault, one not, but whatever. It's how it goes. Um, it is how it goes, and it happens to everybody, but they just got to do better. Uh, that's all I'll hit on there. Uh, to join us in our misery and uh, jump in. Your misery, uh, 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 my misery, sorry. Join join me in my misery, and to jump in on the next couple of segments, we welcome our buddy Mike in. Hey, man, how's it going? Other than, you that's, know, our team sucks right now. Well, I mean, I, I, I'm coming back from death's bed, basically, over here. And whether that's from actually being sick like I was or whether it's my team being terrible, um, I'll let you guys decide because it, it's been bad. I'm just I hope it's the illness, bro. Um, <laughs> no, it, it, was, it was rough, but we got we got some fun pick them to get to in just a moment. But I wanted to bring Mike in because I've got the weekly <clears throat> quiz ready to go. Um, and, uh, you know, I think it's a little more fun when we get three in here for it. It certainly wasn't fun when I was just talking to Grant last week. 
It like was he fun. did, you did fine. I did really good. Yeah, I was pretty surprised. He got, he did, he did do good, but it it, it was a little the, lonely in the discussion. The, yeah, it it went by much faster than it usually does. That's for yeah. sure. This first one, I'm not gonna lie to you guys, a little tough right out of the gate uh, because gonna, it involves you guessing it. a total of five teams. That's what oh makes gosh. it difficult. So. <laughs> Uh, so wait, wait. So are we each of us guessing five teams, or is this a collective? This answer? is a collective. You're, you're, okay. you're, you okay. are collectively answering. Working together here as okay. a group. Can you name the top five teams in total rushing yards? In total rushing that yards. they have gained, not allowed. They have gained. So offenses that are in the top five. The Dolphins. Rushing. Let me get to my thing real fast. Okay. I'm just thinking, just, just going quick. Okay. I mean, there's five. There's five. So there's like- five. Dolphins are number one. Okay. Yes. Your whole house is shaking. Rushing laundry. San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. uh, San, San Francisco, Fran? yes. Where are they? They, they are three? number four okay. currently. Just barely a number four. Ravens, maybe? Yes. Okay. Number two. So we got one. The two. next two are the ones that I'm like, I don't think they're going to get this. This is what made me want to ask the question. So it's gonna be. Uh, you're, you're gonna have to. It's think, Connor dude. from the from the Cardinals. You piece of garbage. I was of course say, you knew I that was gonna one. Say Arizona because uh, Arizona off. is number three. He so popped off five? for like five weeks so straight. You need number yeah. five. You need number five. Eagles. No, I, but close. Commanders. Uh no. You said you, you said close, so that's why I was guessing. Like it. Oh no! I mean, I was Eagles gonna say Jameer Gibbs with the Lions popping off this last week. Did they take it up there? They did not. Dang. It'll I, it'll surprise us. It surprised oh, me. Um, uh, Montgomery Bra- uh, Bears. Oh my gosh! How did you get it? Are you serious? This is awesome. It was the Bears at five. Uh, they are actually only six yards behind the 49ers in total rushing yards right now. Okay. Now Fields Dang. contributed to that, of sure. course. Uh, you know they got a cheat code there. Um, Montgomery's been playing fantastic. Yeah. High fives all Deontay around. Huh? Yeah, well. he's got twenty five percent of their their rushing it. yards. Fields does so. Uh, that was good. Good for you guys. Got it. All right. Can you name the three teams with five or less receiving touchdowns? Five or less receiving touchdowns. I'm going to go Giants. You got number one. Yeah. I mean, it's, you pretty much pencil them in from the last like they, five years. They only have four. Yeah. And are pretty far down there in yards as well. Okay. So there's three, Sin? There's three. Uh, Jets, obviously, because uh, Wilson. Bingo. Vegas. No. Oh, that'd be a good guess. I, that was a good guess. Uh, another bad Vegas. quarterback is. They're the Steelers. actually around number 10. Uh, Tennessee. Worst. Even oh, not a bad guess. Not a bad guess. They they rank. Uh, they have the sixth fewest. Hmm. I, I got the Steelers right. Uh, Steelers have are a the fourth fewest. Steelers, Steelers just Ooh. on the outside. They have six. So we've Jets. got the Giants and the Jets. Giants and the Jets. The, the Falcons. Uh, oh, Falcons, Falcons are a good guess. guess. That's right there too. They have seven. Panthers. Ooh, it's got to be a... No, no. I'm Thielen. No, thielen has got some numbers. No, they aren't even in the bottom 10. Uh, okay, I was going to say, he, I couldn't tell how many he had, but I knew he was the only one getting anything there, so... I'm trying to think of quarterbacks who have just not that many touchdowns, because that's really what... Browns? There we go. Browns. He okay, got there it. You go. He got it. They also have five. Okay. So the Jets have five, the Browns have five, the Giants have four. 
A surprise at uh, the eighth fewest affects one of us in here. Uh, the Rams. Yeah, but they got like a million yards receiving. Like they they have twenty one hundred yards receiving. They only have eight total receiving touchdowns. Yeah, but Kyron Williams was a touchdown machine before he went yes. on IR. So we would just he get was, there and hand it off. He was thieving inside the ten yard line for sure. Yeah, uh, that was. But that kind of surprised me that they were in there as well. Uh, anywhere near that list, anyway. Okay, can you name the two teams in the top 10 uh, in points scored with losing records? They have, they're in the top 10 in points scored, but they have losing records. One is actually last in their division right now. They are both in the AFC. I'll give you that. So otherwise, I just got to look up AFC team so I can... Indianapolis? Uh, you're gonna, are you looking up records? Oh, I'm looking up. Oh, no, wait. that's fine. You're no, you're good. The thing you went to is fine. It just has. Um. So wait, 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 wait. Say the question again. The top two teams scoring. in the top ten in points scored that have losing records. Losing records. I said one I said is last in their division. You Colts? said the Colts. Yeah, the Colts are last in their division, and they are top ten in scoring. Thank you, Gardner Minshew, and a certain AR fella. No, I was supposed to say top scoring. I was supposed to say Steelers, but that's there's no way they're top ten scoring. I don't know what I was on. Patriots? Nope. Oh. Oh wait, yeah, duh. They we were terrible. Um, Chargers. It is the Chargers. Yeah. It is the Chargers. The I was suspects. shocked. I, I I was shocked to see how high they were, and they are the higher one of those two uh, in in total points right now. Okay, I got one more question for you guys. This one, also a toughie. We're switching over to the defensive side. What team defense has given up the most first downs in the NFL? Toughie. Surrendered the most so first downs be, in the NFL. It's got to be a good defense then. It or was a, a surprise to me. A bend, don't break. Right. Which, which, you know, I think the 49ers last year were top seven. Is Give up a bunch year? of first downs, no. but that's just because they're chunking. Instead of yeah. getting big plays. Well, they're letting Bosa sit on the sideline until the other team hit the 45. Yeah. Yep. Um, Eagles? It is the freaking Eagles. Who are you? This dude just go. busting we, out randoms. We, sh- we showed the, up this week. Dude, right. it is not even... And by the way, it's What's not up? even close. What's up? It's not even close. Like, the Eagles have let up, I think it's 15 more first downs than anybody else. Their defense really? has. And that is a that's a top five defense in terms of scoring right now. Um, you know, that's what that's the main measurement of every defense, right? Is points per game, yeah. uh, total points allowed, uh, and uh, they're top five defense overall. I feel like most teams that are contenders that also have a good offense usually succeed with the bend don't break defense, where it's like you might get down to like the thirty five, but. Or maybe even start approaching the red zone, but we're gonna we're gonna put some clamps on you right here. Yeah, uh, we're gonna I, force a turnover. You're gonna have to kick a field goal, and that's it. Yeah, I just gotta say though, I'm genuinely impressed. Like, I did not think that you guys would be able to peg those out as fast as you did. So again. good for you. Boom, boom. Uh, all right, we're gonna we gotta add a segment now. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, because we take forever with our pick them. Uh, and right here, I'm gonna go ahead and turn it over to Grant. Uh, because he spent a long time figuring this out. Okay. And I'm sure he's also super excited about it. Yes. So, last couple of weeks, I'll be honest. Overall, 
We've had some like losing, yes. re- some losing weeks here. It's not been very good, uh, Matt. Honestly, I'll be honest. You specifically, I had a rough go. You have had a rough go last two weeks. I did. I uh, blame the I, teams that lost when they should have won. That's yes, what I, I, I definitely got hosed. We made the correct picks. They just didn't perform. Yes, that's I mean, true. That, the Lions that's really fair. screwed us. I don't know. I was, yeah. I was, I was listening. I was listening back though, and I mean, I guessed a couple on some coin flips. Yeah, and it's like that's how the NFL goes. <laughs> but anyway, so just like how the Seahawks are top of the NFC West right now, myself. Are you and- serious? That's your subtle like. Let me just talk about how good I am at picking games. My uh, Seahawks are in. You haven't played us yet, by the way. Uh, Grant himself is good luck with that a, L. A top. Uh, the pick. I'm currently at 24 and 16. Um, again, so I was, I was listening back. We're really far behind you guys. Um, we were really we were far behind, but I was listening back. We're not. And um, I literally, I'm just two of my zags. The difference is that I picked yeah. the Ravens a couple weeks ago. You guys all picked the Lions, and the Ravens just absolutely destroyed. I'm just picking everything that Grant picks today for fun. And um, and then, and then my last, and then last week I did um, or no, I was also that same week. I also flipped a coin to the Rams Steelers game. And my the coin said Steelers, and the Steelers ended up winning that game. So that's really the difference here. Um, but anyway, so I'm 24 and 16. Uh, next up, we got Mike at 23 and 17. Second um, place all the time. Second place. You've just kind of consistently been right there. And been this is the, the lowest leapfrog. position I've had in Pick'em. And then in third place, we have got Matt at 22 and 18. And Jameson uh, in fourth with at 21 and 19. So again, it is still the consistent one game behind the next person there. Yeah. No one is pulling ahead. Uh, there's a four game split between all four of us right now. So again, this really can be any given week. Someone could leapfrog um, things like that. So I've had a couple good weeks. We've had some people that have done okay. We've got some people who have stayed the same, but nonetheless, it is still up for grabs. We need to have some prizes. This year. This is four of us now. We need to have like a prize, some sort of something okay. for the we, winner. We, we, we can, can, we can, we can, can do a text. That. We can do a text on that we one. We on that. So, uh, you know, you guys see that uh, he didn't want to ever bring that up until he was in first place. Yeah, was like, I heard, yeah. Can, we, can I? I no. Can you guys get me a Christmas present? Can you? Can you? When I when I win, pick them. Now no, that I'm that ahead, literally just came ahead because yeah. I've been ahead. Yeah. earlier in the season. Yeah, because you wouldn't have wanted to get me anything. You no, jerk. No, it would be like a trophy that like just like sits at. <laughs> Like that we oh, now we got to get him a trophy. You hear yeah. this? We, are you we, just assuming I'm going to win? Apparently. Apparently you are. Okay. okay. There you go. Jeez. Only what happens when you assume. Anyway. Scumbag. so You she, say this when you're in last place, by the way. I, I, just so you know. Okay. Hey, that's Jameson, how you do I have this. a crazy idea. <laughs> I want a anyway. WWE belt. Uh, oh, a belt would be awesome. Dude, okay. Have you guys... This is totally... I don't know why I want to say this now, but... You guys ever watched the show? Uh, it's it, it's no longer on, but it's on Comedy Central called After Midnight. I have not, or At Midnight, or something like no. that. Um, Chris, what's his face? The 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 nerdist dude, um, a comedian. He does the show The Wall that LeBron okay. produces. Okay, I have no idea. He's done like all kinds of stuff over the years as a host. But anyway, I'm getting on to a plane uh, to go to Mexico with my wife, and At Midnight was on at the time. And um, I, there's a particular comedian who I won't bother naming because I don't want to encourage anybody to go watch the person's stuff. Had been on the show recently before that, and he came out wearing like a WWE belt. And uh, <laughs> okay, that's kind of awesome. Anyway, we'll, looking, we'll throw that I'm, in the group chat. I'm we'll looking at the belts. Group chat. But uh, 
anyway, I get on and this dude, Chris, is sitting there in first class on this flight that I'm meeting on. And I had just watched this show the night before. And I, so I, I'm like, man, I'm that guy. Like, I'll say hey to a celebrity. I've, I've met Steve Zahn before. Um, I won't also say the celebrity that my wife and I saw <laughs> at Disneyland this weekend. So I don't want anybody Googling her name. Uh, <laughs> but uh, that's also an off-air conversation. But anyway, I just said, hey, man. Like I saw that uh, I'm a big fan of Ad Midnight, love it. And he's like, oh, he's like, thanks so much. He's like, I, it's literally just my my favorite thing I've ever done in my career. I love getting to hang out with all these comedians every night. And he's like, I appreciate you watching. I was like, yeah, I just watched this episode where this dude came out with the belt, and he goes, you're not gonna believe this. I was like, what? And he goes, he spent fourteen hundred dollars on that belt because he had won like the episode before that they'd filmed, like the day the day before that. And so he had to come back and defend his title and he went out and special ordered it from some engraving shop for $1,400 and had his name put on it. And they put like the company logo and all this crap and showed up the next day for filming nice. with it. I was dying laughing, but it was super awesome. Um, but anyway, we can get the, a belt. Uh, we can get a belt for $8. Seriously? It's a, can it's we, a, it's can a you one. throw a logo on it? Yeah, well, we can. So you can we can pick colors, we can do text, Heck text yes. ribbon. So we can literally do like Sportsify, pick them. All right, champion. this is legit. All right, okay, so it'll happen. Okay, and then and then we can just update the belt with a twenty three and a twenty four, or we can just not, or we can just not have the the year. The, the so you just get to keep it. So you should keep, you it, for keep the year. it. Okay, yeah. so you, yeah, you could keep it on the mail. All right, I, I'm I, down. I don't, I don't think we want to be spending eighty bucks a year on a dumb belt. Well, no, probably not. But I uh, we got. Uh, we got some games this week, though, because the matchups this week are super intense. Like, there's so many evenly matched games here. I did even throw on a bonus uh, just because I felt like you guys were probably going to be mad at me okay, if but, I didn't include the game. But, but it will throw us off because we've been picking five every week. We have been. So this is going to mess up our, our overall, but I'm going to do it. Okay. Because I think it's important. Maybe we can add in a couple here and then to just balance it out. Yes, yeah, sure. We so do, we get we back. Six if you... Make it an odd number. Yeah. We, we can do it so it gets back to an odd number. But, um, all right. So first one. I'm going to start with Mike Dude. here. The first one out of the gate is probably one of the toughest ones out of this Sunday group. Night football. Sunday Night Football. Bills at the Bengals. Bengals playing hot football. Bengals. Uh, <laughs> He didn't even yeah. let me finish the sentence. Right. He's like, I'm yeah. done. Yeah. Bengals. <laughs> Bengals yeah. are playing with house money know, right now. Bengals. Those but, two uh, things are trending in different directions right now. There may be a, there may be a, like a consensus here, even though this is going to be a good wow. game. Wow. I didn't think this would get. I mean, I'll just tell you that I'm all I'm, five. That I'm, I'm all four, I think, I'm I think Bengals should have won this game last year. And I think okay. Bengals are playing better football right now. Bills, there's something wrong with that team. There's something off. I don't know what's going on over there. Hey, man, they lost the Patriots. Okay. They, they're something off. And they're, they're, they're off and they're hurt in yeah. key spots. So, Jameson? Yeah, Bengals. All right. That's a sweep. We're all going Bengals. I'll give Grant a moment to type that out while I start talking about the next one. Um, the next one is not any easier. Uh, this is two teams playing good ball right now. Um. Uh, and uh, I genuinely believe one of them has the front runner uh, for the MVP uh, right now. Seahawks okay. playing at the Ravens. My front runner is Lamar at this yeah. moment. Um, just the way that the way he is playing personally. So Seahawks at the Ravens. That's a. 
I mean, that's a tough matchup both ways. I think the Seahawks clearly can go get after the quarterback. Ravens are playing uh, really well on both sides of the ball, consistently being able to move it. And that offense looks like it could just go off at any moment. So uh, the way Lamar's playing. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm going to start with Jamison on this one. Um, honestly, this is going to be a really good game. Uh, to me, this sucks. It's 10 a.m. Sucks. It's 10 a.m. Yeah, yeah, it does suck. It's 10 no, a.m. Yeah, it does. Um, you bump that mo- one. I'll miss most this, of it. This is one it. for me where um, it's kind of like 60-40 and home field really does matter. And this one, like if it were in Seattle, I might start thinking a little bit different. Uh, but I'm kind of on the same page uh, as you, Matt, with Lamar this season. Um, I think he's been doing great. Um, and if they can continue to stay healthy, that Ravens team is probably going to be a problem. Um, that defense is really good. Yeah, and, and Seattle's been looking really good too. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to say that I said it, but at one point on this podcast, I did say that the Seahawks could potentially be the number one team in the NFC West uh, in some preseason episodes that we talked about. So I do like the Seahawks, but I, I'm going to go with the Ravens here. I just think they're on a roll, and I think Lamar's special. Uh, we gotta clip that. Jameson said it out loud he likes the Seahawks. <laughs> he, he's clip. the one that has the clipping of power. Clip. Clip. Yeah. We have it right here, genius. We're recording too. We're recording our line, oh, bro. Dang it. We're recording our line. Crap. That's it. You know, we have, have the recording. We have the that recording. He has that recording. But no, we this have that recording. Saved to me. It gets saved to him, bro. You don't have we don't have it on our end. Bro, you I'll just no, go in and find you have it. No power here. Me. Uh, I'll just you have no power. You know what? We have the we have the actual have if you put stamp. this podcast out. We it, with that on I'll there. Screen record and then anyway, they'll grab the audio. I can That's delete true. the entire. Audio. <laughs> 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 uh, funny. Okay, so he took he took the Seahawks. No, he took no the I took the Ravens. Oh, you did. My yeah. bad. My no, bad. I just said that I I do like the Seahawks, uh, and it's kind of sixty forty. But, but, but Lamar special. Okay, but Lamar special, and it's right. in Baltimore. Yeah, in Baltimore. Well, so. then let's see let's see if we, our Homer zags. Come on, Grant. To lay down. I know what you want. I need to do. lay down and think about it. So <laughs> this, okay. To be honest, this is to me. This is the first game this season where I've been like, the Seahawks might lose this one, like because they're playing the best quarterback. It's they just played a tough one. They barely eked it out against the okay. Browns. Um, Gino has been making some mistakes. He's making plays to win the games, but has not been able to put the game away. Uh, the Seahawks have not been able to do that. Um, if they were wearing throwback I'm a, you know I'm gonna believe my boys. I'm gonna believe my oh boys. Oh my gosh. I'm gonna do it. I'm doing I talked it. them into it. Talked them into it. There we go. I, also, go. also because Subliminal I do not believe messaging. I do not believe in the the Ravens uh wide receivers and our secondary is legit, and I think that'll be the difference. I do think that we'll get a takeaway or two um that maybe could win the game. So I just I like that matchup. And so that that's where I've been sitting. So I'm just going to do it. Mike, bring this conversation back down to earth. Okay. So I like what Grant said there at the end. Um, Dang it. Ravens. That's not what I wanted you to do. No, no, let me finish up. Let me finish. But I think so the Ravens, Ravens also know that. And they're just going to run. The, the Ravens know they don't have a good receiving core. <laughs> but um, our run defense is like top five right now. Also. Gus Edwards is also hurt. Their top rusher. Because J.K. Dobbins is already out. Gus Edwards is hurt right now and may not play. Is Justice Hill um, starting? That sucks. That might be Justice Hill starting. Um, with, but at the same time, you got to look at this. This is a 10 a.m. East Coast game for a West Coast team. Yeah. And, and even though the Seahawks really are good in that position, though. Uh, the Seahawks teams. are better than the other West Coast teams in that position. It's still not great. Um, it's it's a hard tough to play that early in the morning. Um, 
So I'm going to go with the Ravens defense. I'm going with the Ravens defense. I'm going with the Ravens. Well, there he goes. I think traveling is hard. And uh, I'm going to go with Two good defenses, and then what quarterback's going to make a play when they need it? And I trust Lamar to do that. Lamar is a better Mm. quarterback. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, now, if the okay, Seahawks were wearing their throwbacks again, maybe I would have said Seahawks as well. Just oh, give them like so an extra. Boost. Those need to be the regulars. Those need to be the regulars, man. Those were so clean. So, okay, Gus Edwards is not practiced today. That is true. Uh, so still hopeful. Five guys didn't miss it. Odell among them. Who gives a crud? Uh, yeah, he's barely played this year. Enjoy your seventeen million dollars on the bench. Garbage. It um, probably is, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, he probably is. Man. <laughs> I would. Oh, Kyle, this is what I was looking for. So I wanted to see if Ronnie Stanley was going to play. I wanted to see if Kyle Hamilton was going to play. They are both playing. So I will take the Ravens based on that and that alone, because I don't think that run game hinges on Gus Edwards, though I like him clearly better than Justice Hill. So I'll take the Ravens. Um, the, I do wanna, when be, both teams healthy, I just like them more. Yeah, but yeah. sir. I will say that the Seahawks pull this off. I think we really need to start talking about them about being a, a, like a Super Bowl, like getting into that Super Bowl. Maybe if they can you beat don't the have Ravens, a quarterback for a Super Bowl. What's that? Oh, you have a quarterback taking the Super Bowl. You guys aren't big Eagles. <laughs> yeah, you, you got to You got to beat. You, you got to beat a team. What in Brock Purdy? You believe in Brock Purdy taking the Super Bowl? You, no, you could potentially. You mean the guy that almost used the Super Bowl last year? <laughs> you, you could get <laughs> to did. the NFC Championship, but I don't think you're getting to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Take, right back. take your drink. Calm he down, Greg. He, he ain't writing back. He ain't writing back. That's all I'm going to say. I won't either. We're moving on. Uh, we got our answers. Titans at the Steelers. We're going to take a little little bit uh, trip down the lane here in terms of uh, win-loss records for a moment. Titans at the Steelers chose this because of the difficult matchup. Mm-hmm. Uh, Titans playing better ball. Steelers playing mediocre ball. I will say uh, Cam Heward, uh, first time since week one, will be on the field uh, for Hayward. Sorry, I said Heward. My bad. Hayward is playing this week. Um, This is the longest stint he's ever missed in his career, by the way. Um, But uh, he'll be back this week on that defensive line. Uh, Steelers playing at home doesn't seem to matter a whole lot. Uh, They're they're basically their win loss the last three years has been pretty much across the board uh, home and away. So, uh, I'll go first on this one. I think if Levis is starting, I like the momentum. Like where the Titans are at today. Hate the Steelers with a burning passion. At least their offensive coordinator. And Najee sucks. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to go with Titans. Ah. Uh. It's a hard one. They're all hard. It, well, it's hard this because is one I of just, the more interesting ones because of the Levis situation. Because because he yeah. played so good, but also that Steelers defense is so good. So it's like, are they I like riding punk, waves? Are they going to punk a a rookie quarterback for in a second career start? That's where that's totally really, possible. Like, <laughs> well, I think the I big thing with this game again. is for me, uh, as far as like Levis's performance is concerned. Um, this is one of the games against a good defense that he could almost afford to turn the ball over once, maybe even twice, because that Steelers offense is not really going to capitalize very frequently uh, on any of those mistakes. So, like, if he were going up against a Steelers defense and then, like, you know, a middling offense, then I'd be like, okay, don't really like that very much. But 
I do think that I'm going to kind of go with Matt here. I'm going to ride that wave. Um, I don't think uh, D hop's going to have a three touchdown day again, but um, I would expect them to, at least on the offensive side of the ball, be better at basically every level there uh, at the moment compared to the Steelers. So Thank you. I'm going to take Tennessee. Uh, I'm going to take, I'm going to take the Steelers just because I think that defense might really um, make Will Levis's day much more difficult. Um, and that's really where I'm going to be. Cause I think, I just think DJ Watt might just take over this game. That Titans O-line is, is okay. Um, so I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna go with Steelers right there. Okay. I, I also like the Steelers. I don't like their offense. Nope. But this defense is not the Atlanta defense. And uh, Atlanta does not have a guy named TJ Watt or, or Hayward. I mean, if Hayward's going to be back, I mean, that is that is a huge boost to that defense, which has been decent this year. So, man, the Titans just, they play bad in random places, and then they play great. This is a good pick because both teams have been doing that this year, where yeah. they put up like 30 points randomly, and you're like, where'd that come from? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um I- I like where we're headed here. This is great because I, this is what I thought would probably happen with this game. Two so I'm going one, Steelers. Uh, Grant and I will hold the top spots. One, two. That's right. And, uh, That's right. and we'll go Steelers. Yes, sir. Somebody, I, I think at the end of this, this pick them, somebody's going to look like a genius. And one of us is going to look like a full on doofus. <laughs> uh, the way That's this fair. is trending. All right. Next one is another tough one. Teams underperforming right now. Rams at the Packers. Jordan Love is not it, my friend. No. So I Rams don't seem to have answers. I know. I thought they were going to be the well, Steelers. And they Stafford. Didn't. Well, hey, okay. First of all, okay. I wasn't here for that episode. <laughs> so Brad Maher no longer employed in the league after leaving seven points on the field and 10 points off of two of those missed field goals. We, we had um, your back on that one. We did. Yeah. So, um, but... Stafford also, by the way, still second in the league in points. Week in his throwing hand. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, Stafford what? Stafford dealing with a sprained UCL in his throwing hand and the thumb. Yeah, um, like that. I, know, I didn't hear that. Yeah, so that's why when I saw this on the pick'em list, I was like, it. I almost don't want to do a pick'em, but now that almost kind of makes it interesting. Like, we literally um, don't re-signed what- the Wolfman uh, to, to bring him back. And uh, he John might, Wolford. He, he, yeah, he might start for us this week. Uh, it, it's been day to day for him for Stafford, so uh, not entirely sure. But I still do think that like the Packers, man, they're not I, it. I, I I feel like we can out scheme the Packers enough to just kind of grind out a win and call that a day because we should have been able to do the same thing against the Steelers. Um, might be like a seventeen fourteen kind of game. Yeah, like the Packers just aren't very good. So yeah. I, I'm I'm uh, going with I'm going with the Rams. I'm I'm gonna roll with the Rams. I don't feel great about it because of the Stafford thing, uh, and I don't know what to expect outside of that. But I mean, at the end of the day, we can throw the ball all over the field. It's just can we put it in the end zone and not turn the ball over? Well, and I also think that like the I don't think there's a single player on the Packers who I would who's like bet like the Rams have like three of the the top three best players probably on that field. You got, mm. you got Cooper, you got cup, you've got okay. Aaron Donald. Um, I mean, just right there. And like, I don't if think Stafford there's anybody on the plays, Stafford is obviously yeah. a better player. And those three are better than anybody on the Packers right at this point. Like, I mean, Aaron Jones is good. 
but still. It's a good case. But that's where I'm going to go. they got more talent on the field. Mike, I'm trending towards following them. Can you convince me otherwise? Um, Any no. reason I shouldn't pick them? <laughs> the Rams are it? No. I, I would say this. Um, the only reason would be if Stafford doesn't play, this team's not the same. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's just flat out. And And the Packers are still an NFL team, whether we like it or not. And they have put together some good games earlier in the season. So you can't, can't necessarily just count them out that way. Um, but Matthew Stafford is Matthew Stafford, and he'll go out there and play on a broken leg. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. And he's in that Netflix show this year. So I he's feel in that like Netflix yes. show. <laughs> he, he's probably going to be like, just give me That's the sauce, whatever up, I need. Oh, I can't wait to have to listen to his wife in every single episode. She's a treasure. <laughs> it she? won't be as no, bad as... No, she's uh, awful. I don't freaking know that as Mahomes' well wife last season. They kind of like <laughs> kept her true. on the on the side a little bit but. yeah uh um, so, so I, I, I think, don't know if i can convince you not yeah i don't know so i'm gonna do this i let's call it a sweep and but we'll put the asterisk next to it if stafford doesn't play because we don't know that one we will not count against our overall win loss if we get it wrong if we get it yeah if we if we get that wrong i mean because we i think if we would all collectively state if it is Wolford or whomever against uh, Jordan Love Rabian this week. Or whoever else we I'm taking the, the Packers. If if it's not Matt Stafford, I'm taking the Packers in this game. Pro- probably. So yeah, that's yeah, that's where I'm 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 at. I think that would be our collective. Yeah, we'd be like 55 percent the other way, right? So let's just put the asterisk. Yeah, I mean, I it doesn't count if we get it wrong. Anyways, just to say I did. Okay. I mean, I might I might too just because of Pukunakua Cooper. Uh, Cooper Cup and Aaron Donald. Still, you guys are, are still destroying there. my thought process. Fine, it'll count either way. All right, we just Fine. shot ourselves in the foot. Yeah, you did this to yourself. All right, I typed it nice. out and everything. And now you're gonna change your mind. I see. How I know. I just saw you typing that into our doc. What a jerk! Um, um, <laughs> or pair of jerks. I don't need to need to sing the grant out every time. If it counts, no matter what, I'm gonna go to Packers. Forget it. I'm gonna zag. Oh, he's zagging. He's, he's zagging. Okay. Oh, okay. Snap. Uh, well, let's get back to some good games. Uh, we're all looking forward to this one. Uh, Cowboys at the Eagles. Ugh. Taking the Eagles. Not even going to think twice about it. I'm just going to stamp that one and send it through. Cowboys, when the offense is working, freaking dangerous as can be. And that's if. The Eagles just don't lose games that here, they're close he, in. Uh, okay, yeah. but, but here's my thought. They process. split last year with the Cowboys, right? Correct. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. My thought process is they laid a goose egg in San Francisco against a really good team. Yeah. Part of me is like, did they feel like that they have this extra juice to prove some people wrong because they got to win again? Like, well, for one, the Cowboys need this win more than the Eagles do, 100%. Um, But I just go, are they going to, like, again, the thoughts just going in my head, like, are they going to drop another game against a really good team who's ahead of them? who they're probably going to have to play in the playoffs and have to send them home and play in their stadium. Well, we, we've discussed this before. I will, let's, I, I will give you guys all the reminder. The Cowboys have dropped some points on people, but they, they beat the Giants 40 to nothing, the Jets 30 to 10, the Patriots 38 to 3, and they beat the Chargers only 20 to 17. And then their other win is against the Rams, 43 to 20. No offense to Jameson. Clearly, they have been underperforming. Um, so 
like looking at who they've beat, have they beat a genuinely good team yet? I mean, the Jets are the best I mean, of those teams that we just mentioned from a record those are perspective. Teams, probably, yeah. The, I mean, the probably. Jets are a fringe playoff. Playoff, yeah. They're four at four. But, but right if now. I had to put money on it, they're probably not. Being, Jets, probably yeah, that's not. fair. They they probably the Chargers should be a playoff team. Uh, yeah, well, they should yeah. be. But <laughs> should, their coach should have, would have, could have. Uh, Brandon Staley loses his job. Whatever. Eagles. You want Eagles? Okay. E- Eagles e- held the Dolphins to e- seventeen. Yes. E- yep. E- that they did. That they did. Fly. You still really? E A G L. I just don't know. I don't know if I can trust Dak Prescott in a game against the Eagles. I'll say this. I don't think you trust him in a game. Period. It's. It's. They just had a great week where they felt like they crushed an opponent. They're living on cloud nine. They're coming into the Eagles' house. And the Eagles are going to be like not here, and I think I think I think they're going to hit, come down off this high, and and fall pretty flat. Um, that, I think that's the Cowboys' mo. Do I they think really they're th- going to fall flat, and then they're going to crush whoever they play next week. That's just the way I they mean, do it. I mean, do you really think they're like coming off this massive high, beating the Rams? Like, no, no offense to James. Did you see how they celebrated that game? They no, were I didn't like, watch it. That was, was also watching, like, I was watching was my the game. Rams. Like, that was a game from hell for the Rams, basically, too. And it was just, like, yeah, no, I mean, like. You guys, sure, the Cowboys like, were so like, good, "We're back!" Yeah. And everybody online this week, you know, all the all the head talkers and stuff on online, they're all like, "Man, the Cowboys looked really good." I was like, "That was the Rams." Like nobody, ex- I mean, the Rams have overachieved this year. Yeah, like, exactly. That like they looked like what we expected the Rams to look like last week. Yeah, like, like what's three, going on three here? And five, and you guys are the Cowboys. Like, yeah, you were supposed <laughs> to win that game. You're supposed to drop. Yeah, yeah exactly. You're supposed to win exactly. by twenty. So. Yeah. So the okay. Cowboys are like, we did so good. We did so good. I think they're going to get hit punch in the mouth Some, in Philly. They might yeah. win in, 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 in Dallas. Don't get they me wrong. do play very well at home. But in Philly, I, I think this is Eagles. Okay. Uh, I before I make my pick. control time of possession for like the whole game. To keep them off. Yeah. Keep that offense off the field. Be- before I make my pick, uh, r- this does associate to this, I promise. But I'll tell a short story is that I was watching a reel this last week of uh, Colorado State fans uh, throwing snowballs at the Air Force bench, uh, and the Colorado State got a penalty because they had already their fan base had been warned to stop doing what they to stop throwing the snowballs at Air Force, and so they got a unsportsmanlike penalty on their bench. Uh, Colorado State did because of the fans, and it was a 15 yard loss on a on down. And I, they, I, and this guy says, he, he makes this comment. I just went into the comment thread. I'm like, this should be an interesting one to read. And it, he says, our military is getting so soft. Chair force can't handle a few snowballs without crying to the refs. Ha ha ha. <laughs> he got 136 likes on that comment. Chair and force. I didn't look at his profile. I did it. And I said, uh, and I said, tell me you're an Eagles fan without telling me you're an Eagles fan. And then he and then after the comment, I meant to go look at his, his profile. And after the comment, he goes, yeah, that's hilarious and fair point. <laughs> I was Dang. like, nailed it. <laughs> Worst football fans in the world. Um, those guys are jerks to everybody. I am also going to take the Eagles at home. <laughs> um, Much like that fan, that guy you commented with. Yeah, it was pretty great. So is that a sweep for the Eagles, too? That's a sweep for the Eagles. Eagles. So, All right. Bengals, Eagles. Our last one here. 
Uh, this this is the one I thought you guys would get mad if I didn't put it in there. Chiefs coming off a heartbreaking loss and just flat out did get outplayed this last week against the Broncos. Hey, the are Broncos. playing the five and two Dolphins in Germany. Thank you for whoever corrected that on the doc. I forgot. Um, okay, great. Um, but they are playing in Germany. Tyreek Hill revenge game. I love this game. I think Again, that this is six a.m. our time. Yeah, it's like six thirty in the morning. Um, so what I'll a, be watching. What a terrible, terrible game to put in Germany. Absolutely How is this not agree. like a Monday night game? Well, yes. yeah. Well, well like, I, think, for real. I think I think there's some there's some element of trying to grow the game. Oh, Yo, so for sure. So they're giving in, them a good one, throwing them a nice bone. Yeah, over but there. Like, like Jets, Falcons, make the, or something. Make the primetime like, ones at least viewable for North else? America for your North American sport. Totally agree. Because what this is like probably like a, a, a noon game over yeah. there. Even on the <laughs> East Coast, like nobody wants to it's wake up and have to try to catch a football game at nine a.m. Right. Yeah. No, they like don't. 10 a.m. games. I'm like, okay, like that's feel our pain. That. And again, 10 a.m. You have to watch a football game during church. Feel our pain. <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> My team now, is to playing. To be fair, at they always have the late sucks. games on the East Coast that they can't finish. But I'm selfish. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> I mean, like we we got the Raiders in Detroit this last week on Monday Night Football, and they're giving the Chiefs Dolphins to Germany at 6:30 in the morning. Yeah. Good times. But you know, you know the TV deal. Tough. People are like, "This is dumb. Give us back our good games." Yep. Oh, exactly. No I paid billions they of have dollars. Swung it Nobody's going to watch these ads. <laughs> Nobody's going to watch exactly. these ads on this six thirty a.m. game. Yep. The okay. So I'm going to go back. Let's start with Jameson here on this one. Or no, I haven't started with Grant yet, have I? Mm-mm. Grant's starting. All right. Chiefs at Dolphins. I man. Dolphins. Just gonna do it. Yeah, I'm just doing it. They got better weapons overall. They don't have the best weapon. Well, and they, they, they still might. Jalen Ramsey's back Ooh. this week, right? He played Jaylen last Ramsey week. Jalen Ramsey played last week. He Did is he back pick this six, week. Or that was a pick like forty yards, right? Xavier Howard. And Xavier Howard looks like he might be playing. I think he's already in Germany, Ooh. is what I heard. Or that he's yeah. flying out early, and they're. So he might have the there. best cornerback duo in the league playing for the Dolphins this week. Against one of the oh, worst Grant wants to fight you now because you offended his Seahawks. Yeah, his rookie the can wait a year before he catches. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, um, Dolphins. Dolphins with the second best quarterback ta- cornerback tandem. <laughs> I hate that this game's in Germany. It makes it, it so sucks, much harder to pick. Man. Yeah, it, who travels better? Um, Chiefs have to go further by a couple hours. Um, my thing is, I mean, let's just are, just the, are the Chiefs going to lose back to back weeks after having an embarrassing loss? Andy Reid does not lose a lot but, of back to backs. Okay, but let's, saying. let's let's think about this, guys. The Dolphins put seventy on the Broncos. The Chiefs <laughs> just lost to them. <laughs> only put only put nine. Not, yeah, I think it was nine. <laughs> it's a sixty-one point differential on points scored against the Broncos. <laughs> I, I would say that Sean Payton's doing Sean Payton things, and they're yeah. going to get the, his yeah. teams get better as the year goes on. Sure. So that's always been a thing for that's him. That's totally um, fair. I nobody I wants to pick this. <laughs> you have the front runner for MVP on the Dolphins right now, in Tua. I is I I would fight that one with Lamar. 
Nah, Lamar had a first a bad couple first games. I think I, I think Tua has the better numbers right now. I think I still think he's a front runner. Um, Ravens beat the Seahawks, and yeah. the Dolphins lose. Lamar's your front runner for sure. I, I don't. Even, we're not. We're having yeah, a totally different. That. Okay. There you go. All right. Won't take I, much I, then. But they might have the offensive player the, of the year in Tyreek Hill, who already has over point. a thousand receiving yards this season, which is insane. Yeah. Insane. I, you know, I'll, I'll jump here. You, what, what's that? I'm taking dolphins. dolphins. I'm going dolphins. I hate picking against Andy Reid back to back a lot, but that is Jameson that and I love Andy Reid. I do. I don't see. Hey, I like. I like Andy. I'm gonna, you're you're irrelevant. You already picked. You only, well, you get no more input. I don't the, like. Here's the okay, thing. Whatever. Like, <laughs> I this game is already going to be weird enough because of it being in Germany. And so it's just like, okay, who's going to show up this week? Um, I don't want to pick the chiefs just because of the, the coaching situation, because this is also a Germany game. If this was like a game in Kansas city, I'm like, okay, they got, I think the dolphins well, are a better team right now. It's but also- this game is in Kansas city and it's coach Reed and it's Pat Mahomes and they don't lose back to backs. But with all the variables here, and with those players returning for the Dolphins, and with the Dolphins' Ooh. offense just always clicking, I don't think that the Chiefs can hang. So this is like the <sighs> rare back-to-back weeks where I think the Chiefs wow. are going to lose. I think the Chiefs are ultimately going to be fine in the long run. Um, but I also think the Dolphins really want to win this game. I, the Chiefs do too, but the Dolphins are like, hey, uh, this is our chance to be like, we're actually the best team in the AFC right now, whether that's true or not. So I'm going to go Dolphins. This is kind of my my spiritual zag because I want to pick the Chiefs. Um, but I think the Dolphins are just going to be better right now. That's the weirdest thing you've ever said on this show. You just said the spiritual zag. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, that's, 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 that's not the first where my time heart is. anyone where my heart is. That's the first time anyone in the history of the world has said spiritual zag. My, my spirit says you got to roll with Pat Mahomes and you got to roll with Andy Reid, but I got a zag. He's rocking the Pat McAfee no sleeves over there, and he's <laughs> he's going with a spiritual zag. I am... You, forget you guys. I am going with the Chiefs. I'm going with tried and true. What I know is going to happen is the Chiefs come back after losses and they beat the crap out of people. It's what they do. They are going to eliminate Tyreek Hill because Andy Reid let him go knowing that this could happen at some point and he knew how to beat it. And he's going to do it. Then like Waddle's like going to have a 200-yard game. Yeah, he was like, what, like 7 for 126 or something I like can't that control week. that. He actually had a better but, game than Hill, I think, last week. No, yeah. he did by like 20 yards. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, no he he yeah, he did get a couple more looks too so that helped but uh no I'm taking the Chiefs forget you guys I will zag and <laughs> I'm either gonna look like a doofus this week or uh, I will overtake Grant uh, there is a possibility of that uh, either way if this game was in North America I would probably pick the Chiefs okay that might be that cool. might be a weird reason to not pick the Chiefs but I, I think it's yeah. valid. I mean, dude, can you imagine how excited Andy Reid is for the menu this week? Can we just throw that out there? Because yeah. that dude is an eater. How many the, 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 the hamburger, dude? Yeah. How many brats is that guy gonna yeah. have? How, how many brats oh, and beers several. is that guy? Beer brats and beer cheese and oh, he's oh gonna my be gosh. Don't even start on beer cheese. That 
That is, it's uh, so now, good. It is late over here, but I now want a bratwurst really bad. No, <laughs> dear God. I, didn't I had some last night. It was Reformation Day. Come on now. Oh, oh, that's fair. That's yeah. true. That's true. Dude, you guys, I had a Monte Cristo at the Blue Bayou restaurant at Disneyland this weekend. Love a Monte, Monte Cristo. Monte are so good. It was good. so good. It was genuinely like, it, it, it was a top meal of my life. Just the same. My, my wife actually makes better ones than at Disneyland. I don't believe that at yeah, all. No offense, no it, offense to, to Chrissy. Not a fan of the show. Um, um, Grant, <laughs> with, with, with you saying that right now, um, I think she needs to prove it to all of us one of these yeah, weekends. Yeah, okay. I have no I'm problem saying, with this. I'm not saying I don't believe you. I'm Do just saying your I need, worst I need to, or your best. I need to know. I, I need to know at this point. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Okay. So uh, as we keep moving here, I got like one more thing I wanted to make sure and hit today. Uh, now that we got all of our picks locked in, I wanted to talk about fantasy football, but I specifically wanted to ask everybody's thought on this trade that is going to go through for me oh, it's today. Going to go through in the A League. Uh, yes, because I've already negotiated with the person. I don't know why they haven't hit accept, uh, but they guaranteed you. this is happening. All right. No, I just uh, if you guys haven't looked, DK Metcalf has the best for any number one wide receiver. He has the best last uh, four weeks of the season. He is green lit uh, in terms of uh, defenses that they're facing uh, and should be amazing. He has underperformed to date. He has from a fantasy mm-hmm. perspective, especially. Yep. But he has the best uh, end of the season. Uh, in terms of being greenlit. So alongside him, I am trading away Cortland Sutton, who has been the definition of consistent. Uh, if you look at his stuff this year, uh, 9.9, 16.6, 6, He's had one bad game. He had a 1.8 against the Jets, who give up the fewest points to wide receivers uh, in the league. Then he had 10.2, 15.1, 9.1, 11.2. So just straight up consistent will get you your numbers every week. Um, I'm giving up the two of them, and for that, so I have been DK and Sutton. Yeah, DK and Sutton, okay. and I am essentially getting King Henry. I will also get Najee because we're doing a two for two, and that person has not started Najee once this year, and so I'm getting him, but I don't have any plans to start, and I may either package him in another trade or drop him. I'm not sure yet. But essentially, I am trading those two away to get King Henry. I mean, so you're asking like our, you're asking our opinions I mean, on thoughts it? on it. I King Henry has I'm already not. hit his buy, and he has one red matchup for the rest of the year. Where I, I will say this: I I know the rest receivers? of your roster. I know the receivers you have. Yeah. I know this is a good deal for you. Yeah, it is. I have Tyreek on this team. You have Tyreek, who else do you have? I have, uh, as far as other receivers, I have London and I have D-Hop. Okay. I also have Andrews and Laporta on this team. I have Rashad White. I have Kareem Hunt. I have Jacobs. I have Taylor. And I have Lamar. I am 8-0, and I am obliterating everyone. This person is doing this to make sure they don't end up in the bottom two because they need the consistent points. And they have the second best running, or well, they have the best running back set up. Uh, they have they have Swifty, currently King Henry, Barkley, and Ford. Uh, he also has Kittle. Uh, his quarterback is Tua. Like he's pretty good, and his backup is Golf. 
And he has Christian Kirk. So Kirk has been really stinking good. But I love this trade. Like for me personally, I think it sets me up and I'm done. Like I don't need to do anything else after this. I could improve my trade. You don't even need this trade. I don't. I can, I, that's what I told the person. I said, honestly, I can win without it. I can win the league without it, but this will cement it. And I know Tasha's going to hate this trade. Uh, she's in this <laughs> league with me. My, Mike's wife is, but yeah. Well, I mean, whoever this person is, is not intelligent because you just, I just, I've never been able to get into the A League, but whenever that happens, I'm just <laughs> never trading with you. So no one does. This is, this will be the first time I've ever gotten two trades in this league. That's insane. This is the first time I've been doing this league for over 15 years, and this is the first time I will have gotten a two trades in one year. Yeah, that's insane. Nobody, nobody ever gives me anything. But it's, I would say, though, it is a fair trade. I would, when you're looking at the points perspective. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'd be interested to see what his, what his running backs were to see where, what, like, well, I was just saying, his running backs currently are Swifty, oh, yes, right. you Henry, said Swifty. Barkley, Ford. So then his starters would be yeah. Ford and Swifty and, and Barkley. Swifty. Oh, uh, yeah. Barkley, Barkley, yeah, yeah, and and he's got Amari, Godwin, and Kirk, and now he's he's improving his receiver situation, adding Metcalf, right, and uh, Cortland Sutton. So in Cortland, he'll probably use for bye week uh, replacements. But this yeah. is a two, uh, this is a two WRT um, league. You know, he has Cleveland defense and Kansas City defense, mm-hmm. and he has Bass. There you go. So like he's good, but he's four and four, and he's like frustrated because he just does, hasn't had the receivers to to accompany his running backs. But you know he he's just trying to make sure he doesn't slip. I think is what it yeah. is. He's worried that the, his receivers were going to drag him down. So this that, is this is the point of the year where the A League and B League people are like, how do I not get kicked out? Yeah, and for anybody that is listening that hasn't seen this before, we do a, a tiered league. Um, we boot the bottom two of the A League into the B League. The B League sends up their top two to us. The the B League loses its bottom four to the C League. The C League sends its top four up to the B. And if you take last place in the C League, we kick you out. Um, and next year, that'll improve to two people getting kicked out, by the way. Nine and ten will get booted in the C League. And you will not be allowed to reapply for a year. So you have to miss out on the following season. Um, but right now, like I tried to uh, to trade our friend JJ. Uh, he is in last place in the A League. His team's horrible. He has James Cook and Aaron Jones at running back, uh, alongside Damian Pierce, which I had to trade him um, just so he'd have something. He had TJ Hawkinson, which I also traded him. Uh, he has Ayuk, St. Brown, but he has gotten screwed over by the Justin Jefferson injury. Um, and he has Dak and Garrett Wilson as well on this team. Uh, so I've been trying to help him. He has the Washington defense and the 49er defense. Uh, Carlson's his kicker and all that, but he is one and seven right now. Hasn't been able to put it together. And then I, I sent our friend uh, Damien multiple trades. If uh, him or Brittany happens to listen to this one and he would not listen to anything, he won't let go of Kelsey. Um, and he'll, he has Addison Pollard are his main point getters alongside Thielen. He has the disappointing Calvin Ridley. He is starting Jordan Love at quarterback. Uh, or Taz. Joe Burrow, though, is on his bench. He's He told me he was worried about Burrow against Buffalo this week, uh, which is fair. 
I would no, not. you put him in there. He's going to score points. Be. He's going to score points. Yeah. No. That uh, I, that defense isn't as scary as you might think anymore. I I, yeah. I get why he's scared to do it. But they, I mean, they are giving up 30, 31st most points to quarterbacks currently. So I understand the defense overall isn't that scary. But um, yeah. And then the the other at risk uh, is Tasha, Mike's wife. And I'm going to out her roster here. She has Howell, <laughs> who has been obviously overperforming and doing well. Um, but she's got Cooper Cup, who's had two bad games. Olave, who's been a disappointment. Uh, Eckler, I think, is still finding rhythm, but played well this last week. You know, it's been a disappointment. Mm. Damien Pierce. Yeah, he sucks. Um, but see, this is she's one of those people that has both Nakua and Cup. And I think you, if you're in that scenario, you have to trade one of them. You have to. You have to yeah. actively go get somebody to take that. She also has Pickens and Brees Hall. Like this is a roster that should be doing a little better, but I think she's been hosed by certain players having off weeks when others were taking off. And I think the Nakua and Cup situation is literally like the epitome of that. Like right now for this week, she doesn't have Nakua starting against Green Bay, but she has Cup in there. And I think it's just like you know Nakua could easily be twenty points this week. Done it multiple so times this year. Soak a cup. And so you're just like literally you flipping know. a coin. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think she's got to cash out on on whomever that's, somebody wants. Yeah, uh, that's a good point. I got yeah. fi- to figure out how to, how to get rid of, get Damian Pierce off my team. You just couple him with uh, somebody else and trade him away. Yeah. So, no, so no, while, you're talking, while you're talking about fantasy football, I, gotta, I do yes. got to say, I'm, I am the last one in our group that's in the chopping block. Just want to say that out there. Yeah, you are. But, um, but, but I will it be may leaving come to an week. end this week. I will okay. be leaving this week. Literally six of my starters are not playing. So uh, this is why actually why I wanted to get into fantasy. I did want to bring up the trade, but also Mike, I wanted to make some suggestions. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, this is Matt's free advice here. I, uh, this is, this is your current roster. He has car against Chicago. I, uh, you go ahead and make your comments comment. Jameson. Um, <laughs> who are, who are you in the chopping block? CMC. Run CMC. He has a uh, scary Terry. He has Amari. He has Ford. Uh, he's got Brian Robinson, Kincaid, Pickens, Najee, Goff, Bro, Ridley, Najee, CMC. <laughs> uh, he's taking New Orleans defense against Chicago. Probably a good move. Uh, it's a top five scoring defense. Uh, and then he's got Aubrey, who I think is third most in points uh, kicker right now, yep. somewhere in that range. Or fourth, um. So you did do one thing that I was hoping you would do, and that's uh, you did not lean on Washington in three different spots. Um, I I do not like the matchup for Washington at New England. I don't like the at part of that. I matchup. don't either. Um, this is the lowest that Howell has uh, had in terms of projected points for a single week. Uh, is the, going into this week. Here's what I do like. I like Henderson against Green Bay. I would yeah, much I rather they, uh, see elevated you, him this morning. Yeah, I would much rather see you pick up Henderson and play him than Brian Robinson at New England. I like that matchup quite a bit. I saw him on the waiver wire. I would recommend that. That would be my first one. Um. Let me go back. I got to hit go back to your team here. 
you did um you put Pickens in and you Kincaid was the one that I was gonna strongly suggest uh that you make sure you have in. Uh yeah, yeah. I traded him away during at some point and got him back. Yeah. So no, that that's a good get. Um the Oh, where's that matchup? I saw that this morning. I know uh I know this if if somebody needs and I'm not telling you to do this, but I just want to say this because I just saw it. Tank Dell this week against Tampa. I actually really like. I think I had Tank and he didn't do anything game. for me for like three weeks, so he's gone. Yes. Totally understand Been why there. nobody <laughs> would do it this week. Been there. But I do like Tank Dell in that matchup this week. He has had red or close to red matchups. Uh, yeah, for weeks. The majority last several weeks. So, and was dealing with a minor injury as well, um, and didn't didn't uh, get or did not play against New Orleans. But he is now healthy. Had a tough matchup against Carolina last week uh, with their their stud corners, and now uh, he's he's got a good matchup against Tampa. I actually I think he's going to have a good week. But, um, my bad. The other one I was going to make because I saw that you had Carr in there. Okay. There's there is a little option here that you should consider. There's two. One, because I hate Carr. Um I don't like Carr either. One is But Gardner that Chicago Min- defense is not good. One is Gardner Minshew against Carolina. Yeah, I saw I, that. I think I think it's a cons- it's one you <clears throat> should consider. Taken into account that the last two weeks he has had fifteen point eight against New Orleans, which is twenty seventh. Uh, against quarterbacks, I mean, like they they do not allow points. He beat his projection there, and he slaughtered his projection against Cleveland. And I think that that is worth mentioning. Not a lot of quarterbacks have had a good game against Cleveland this year, and he, I mean, they put up thirty eight points on the Browns. The best game that an offense has had all year was Gardner Minshew. Uh, and the underperforming Colts. So, I, I mean, I really do like Gardner as an option. If you want to ride a wave and and you're like, man, I'll just risk it just cause. There's two. Cause other, I'm going there's, out. There's a Levis go. I mean, Levis might be better. And uh, genuinely, I like Mayfield against Houston this week. I do like all three of those options. I actually like all three of those ideas better than the car. And I understand it's Chicago. I get it. But I really do. Uh, I like those other options. So I think it's stuff you can, should consider at least looking at. But definitely, please do the Henderson one over Robinson if you have an article. Because <laughs> I just think that's a great matchup. The way that the Rams have procedurally run the ball inside the 15-yard line like you, it has been a procedure. Literally, they get inside and then they run the ball, or they do quick outs to their running backs. They do not try and put Stafford or any other, and they're not going to do it if it's Wolford or any other quarterback in a situation where they're trying to pick apart that red zone with the way that they run their offense. So I just see. Henderson but I would caution anybody zone. listening that without Stafford, they will be stacking that box. I get it. I get it. But it's it's a real thing, and he's not going to get the looks without Stafford that he would get with Stafford. But you do have the lineup where you can add him onto your team and play this by ear going into Sunday. Yeah. You definitely do. Like in your scenario, 
you can toss. Well, you have an open bench spot. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, you have got the open one. bench spot. I would add him, and if Stafford's playing, absolutely do it. That is my fantasy tip of the week. If you can get Henderson in this matchup and Stafford's playing, absolutely go for it. Tank Dell is worth a real shot. I really do feel like he's going to have a good week. And genuinely, there's multiple quarterbacks on the waiver wire that should have good weeks. Gardner's going to get points against Carolina um, for sure. And Baker is Baker's going to put some points on Houston. Just saw an addition from the Chaplin blog from Ren CMC. Just hey. got the notification. There you go. So th- those are just, I, I want to talk that through. I hope you make it. I hope you do. Like when I look in, <laughs> and for those of you unfamiliar with this, it's the most points scored. Um, or sorry, the, the least points scored every week gets chopped out of this league. And uh, Mike does have a difficult task in front of him. Uh, looking at some of the other teams, you know, I mean, Todd's got a whole bunch of green lit options. He's starting Taylor, Barkley, Kelsey, Waddle, Lamb, Burrow, Pollard. Uh, currently, I might try and talk him out of that. Um, against Philly. I don't know if I want to start Pollard this week. Um, <laughs> you know, he's he's competing against a guy that's got Mahomes, Tyreek, uh, Devonta, Eckler, uh, Cook, who, who does okay if it's at least a half point PPR, Andrews, Addison, um, that's a tough lineup to beat as well. Uh, you're gonna need some things to go your way. Some some somebody's team's gotta fall apart here. Um, I, I, I just want to say the waiver wire West did me dirty this week. all this year in the in the chopping block. Yeah, I was always like tenth. It was ridiculous. I think Juju and the and the Gentiles there. I think that is the most likely one uh, to falter, and that's Wes. Uh, he's got Christian Kirk on a bye. A uh, couple other guys on by, and he's holding on to two IRs. He's got, uh, he's got Achan and Connor on this team. So, uh, yeah, he's he's risking it all. But anyway, I uh, again, you know, there's so much going on in fantasy. I hope you guys are doing well, and I hope those little tidbits, uh, you know, score you some points. I hope you're about it. Um, we've got a whole bunch of great games coming up this week as we approach the end of the episode here. Um, you know, want to uh, very quickly, uh, RIP, uh, a legend passed away today. I, I don't know if you guys saw. Um, we're, we're kind of talking about it a little bit earlier, but um, Bob genuinely, Knight. Bob Knight passed away today. The chair throwing uh, incredible uh, college coach and personality uh 83 years old did not think that guy would make it that long pretty sure i thought he would die angry at like like 58 or something from seriously so angry but good for him uh i know that his health had declined a whole bunch you stopped hearing about uh, hearing from him i think it was like eight years ago um he he stopped making regular tv appearances and giving his opinion on things and he was an old school guy to say the least um, but uh, he passed away today. That was a a bummer. And uh, there is, as Grant already mentioned today in the episode, uh, pumped for uh, the Rangers uh, who won their first World Series. Good for them. Uh, and uh, like only five teams the left today. in the MLB without a ring, and my team is one of them. Yeah, I hate my life. <laughs> And we're back. Uh, <laughs> oops. 
Uh, if you're listening to the end of this podcast, we just had to edit that because of uh, somebody's uh, choice of words. Body um, Yeah. The mm-hmm. <laughs> as my as my youngest would say. Yeah, That's right. You, yeah, you had uh, Jameson. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we're not even gonna out who it was. Some uh, Matt, it's fun. It Mike, was not me. Myself. Um. Anyway, uh, it was me. I'm not credentialed. I'll take the heat. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> things were laying on that sword right. for us, bro. Um, <laughs> well, I hope you enjoyed the edit. But no, we are just we're, we're wrapping up our week here, uh, talking about some other stuff. So I. I don't have like a big contribution to the end of this podcast. I've had a couple Mm -hmm. stories already today. Um, But I I do, I do want to say that uh, for the first time in a long time, and I mentioned I went to Disneyland Mm -hmm. already uh, today. I got scared on a ride. And I just want to know if anybody else has ever had like a genuine, as an adult, a terrified moment. I, Mm -hmm. I've been on Guardians of the Galaxy many times and Tower of Terror and all that stuff. Yeah. Does not normally affect me like really so at all. What was I enjoy different? it. So I've never sat in the middle in the front and middle and the front. Okay. And the front. I I've sat in the front but on the side. Sure. I've sat in the middle but in so the second like or right third row. The, right next to so the I was, aisle. I was right next to the aisle and I'm right in front and I've also and I thought this maybe was just cuz I got a few more pounds on me. Then some smaller people. I've never really like done the levitating thing that people do when oh, yeah. you when you do the big the big up and then the big drop. I've never happened to me. I, I'm mm-hmm. I and maybe I just hold on to the seat. I don't know what my deal is, but it doesn't happen to me. And we were on it for like the second time on Saturday at California Adventure, and I legit came up off the seat, saw the the open window or whatever. And I literally had like a moment where I made a sound that I don't make. Okay. Like at all. Oh, it was man. involuntary. That would have been awesome. I felt, I felt the blood vacate certain parts of my body that it's not supposed to ever. And it was terrifying. And I literally went, I made a squeal. Like, I don't know oh, if my wife heard me, but I literally went. That would have been gold. Like that, that high pitch. It was that much. And I was genuinely terrified for like half a beat. And then as I started falling, like I'm like trying to catch my breath, you know, as it's doing the big dip. And I got, I was okay once it rebounded, but I don't know why it got me, but it got me. It was not my first time on the ride. Dude, so it's funny because my story in that ride, I went back in January. Did you piss yourself? No, 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 no. Oh, no, but what awesome. happened is like, because it was dumping rain yeah. in January when we went. And so like yeah, parts of the park were like, like, not available and like power was going out stuff like that so we're about to go in and then they had to move us to a different cart because like they weren't they had to like reroute power to only like two like oh, lifts as yeah it was to. really bad so then we sat there waited then we get in and the music doesn't play like i don't know if you've seen the ride but like for, like <laughs> rocky like, rocky raccoon is supposed to like do it and so it's pitch black they're not showing the like he's not doing like rocket speaking over thing or whatever and it launches us up <laughs> and then we just sit there for like 30 seconds and i look to my brother-in-law and i'm like and again, this is pitch black. There is nothing happening. No sound or nothing. And I'm like, are we editing it, again? No, 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 no. And, and, and it, it, it just dropped us with no warning. Oh, like straight down. Like, like it was the ride. And I probably is probably the closest I've been to crapping my pants as an adult. But so that is probably, that's the, the thing that I think about when I think of like terrifying things that happens to be on that same Dear ride. Lord. No sound, no warning, nothing. We is, were up there. 
Yeah. And they're like, we see you. Well, we're bringing you back down. And then like 30 <laughs> seconds go by. And then they just boom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> you, you're talking to Jesus. You're saying goodbye yeah, to your no, no, wife. No, no. It <laughs> like was, it, it was, it's that over. was definitely nerve wracking. It's sure. over. Have you ever been like terrified on a ride? Either of you like to where it genuinely scared you. And I mean, as an adult, as an adult. Um, generally, no, I, yeah. I don't really care for the, the rides that they have. They're normally like carnival rides, which you already shouldn't get on anyways. No, um, oh, gosh, but no. similar to like the tower of terror where it does like the drop thing. I don't like the ones where you're outside and your legs are like dangling and you just go up straight and then, oh drop. yeah, like. Like, oh, like I, oh, like the pillar in the sky uh, kind of yeah, way. Yeah, like I don't like those. Oh, I hate those it, that's just because Dude. I don't really care for heights like that. Otherwise, roller coasters, like I'm all about it. Get me on there yeah. unless I'm like feeling sick that day. Um, I can't really think of of one where I've really been horrified like that. Yeah, because I'm. Are you guys I'm, ready? Are you guys yeah, ready? do it. I have never been on anything more than like a carnival spin ride. Are you kidding me? Really? In my entire life. Wow, not what? even like like is it is it mainly by choice? Like you're like is it a refusal to go on rides? No, that's no not no him. just no opportunity. Just never an opportunity. Huh? Like you just haven't taken a trip that was centered around theme parks. No, no, and, like and the, the one fair. time I, I I went to like Sea World after a a uh, missions trip to Mexico once, and that's like the, the closest the I came to like a theme park. Sorry, that was an so we went through like the water I shouldn't thing, drop you know, an inside go. joke on the podcast <laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry I'll explain that's, that to you guys later that's it that's all wow. I got wow yeah, like uh so I, I don't think I'd be terrified I think okay. I'd like it um, I've met I, I'm the guy parents, that loves though. standing on the glass at the edge of the the you know Grand Canyon and stuff oh okay so, yeah yeah yeah, yeah so like I'm that kind of guy you. so that doesn't yeah. bother me yeah no, I was going to say, Mike does not have like that natural fear of things like that. I feel like he would be a woo guy. Oh, I'm a definitely. Yeah, I'm, I, 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 I get, I'm I get pretty yeah. woo guy. Yeah, yeah. that's funny. I, I, yeah. I would definitely say roller coasters kind of guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm down for it. Yeah. I, I will go on any roller coaster ride. I've never had the opportunity to do so. So, yeah. Why didn't you come this weekend, Grant? To what? To Disneyland? Yeah. His wife was there. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to go. Hold on. I just like, didn't want to go. Because, like, we're all sitting there, like, hanging out. Grant, Grant's wife, his sister, and his mom are all there. And we yeah. just, my wife and I happen to be going on the same weekend. And we're all having dinner together on, like, Sunday night. And I was, I was like, texting. And Chrissy's like, this is kind of dumb that he's not here. Like, I offered. <laughs> and, and and I was I, like, I know, this is kind of dumb. I'm probably one of the only people on this planet that's, like, refused to, like, refuse a trip to go to Disneyland. No, nah, I know some people. Oh, yeah. We, I mean, we know a guy that lives in your basement. Yeah. The basement but, dweller over no, here. No, we've just been a lot, and I just figured it was a good way to save money because I don't care yeah. about it as much as my wife does. No, I'd rather I don't let her go all out and have fun, and I'll just stay home. Yeah. It and was, I didn't have as much time off as I would have, as I like to have this time of year. So, yeah, I was just curious. But no, I, yeah. I, I genuinely got scared on a roller coaster. That is my story of the week. Like, I was, it's not a roller coaster, but I on a ride. Throw a ride. And, it's just so funny that it's a ride that I've been on like seven, eight, nine yeah, times. Yeah, when you said that you were scared on a ride, I'm like, you've been on all of them. Uh-huh. I know all those rides. They're not that intense. No, they're not. And most of Disneyland is so family friendly. Like, it's not It's not scary. It's entertainment. By the way, Jameson, uh, upgrade on Space Mountain is finally complete. And Ooh. that track is smooth as can be. Okay. It is awesome. That whole like jerk thing as you're going down, not a deal anymore. They fixed it. it Space was Mountain legit. is maybe my favorite. 
That's yeah. a fun one. Oh yeah, for sure. That that one was really good. Really disappointed, by the way. I don't understand this. Uh, that whole Halloween vibe, like it's cool, the decor and stuff. They just have pumpkins everywhere. But like, they just like put pumpkins and things. Like, it. like the haunted house is already playing. Oh, haunted mansion. Haunted mansion. They're already playing the Christmas one, and then they just put pumpkins there. Well, no, they they, they just they just have that from like Halloween and up yeah. until like January. But it's stupid. It's the Christmas one, and they just put pumpkins in it, and it's they're both. like, it's, it's a, a ha- Halloween vibe. It's and, a Halloween and a Christmas it's, movie. But yeah, but Nightmare Before it, Christmas. I'm just saying, like the opening song is "This Is Halloween." Normally, that rise, like or that that attraction, is thirty to thirty five minutes on wait. Like that's a oh, that's a long, decent it's, wait it's line. Much longer, dude. It was a hundred and ten. Yeah, at multiple everyone points lo- this weekend, that, that was crazy. It was crazy. Anyway, I got a couple stories that I will tell another time. We're gonna call it a night tonight. Thanks everybody on, for Robert. listening. Before yes. you go, I got top twenty five college football. The top ten right now. Six of the ten teams are going to be in the Big Ten next year, that it, is including true the Pac-12 story. teams that are up there. So funny! That I want you to look they, at that they, and realize their piece out that they're now like the rest t- of the teams are SEC besides Florida State. Boop. You've got two yeah. conferences left. Like that's going to be it. This is what college football is coming to. Watch mm-hmm. out for it. Just want to that's shout that out. I'm also story. going to the Duck game this Saturday. So yeah, I was gonna go and no, tickets were cheap. So they're going to yeah, destroy they him. Yeah, they were. No, I got a. I already got a commitment in the evening, so I had to make it back for that. But no, yeah, man. I everybody have a great weekend. Enjoy your football, and uh, we will see you on the other side later.